0: Yeah, we used to be on the same team together. What's my oldest worst friend doing here? Both your names came to the top of the list. That a problem? Yeah. Should have shot him when I had a chance. Big Bonnie Ross. Bigger Trent Mouse. What are you doing? Praying for Brooke? Could be. Have you been sick? You lost weight? Really? Whatever weight I lost, you found, pal. (laughs) You guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> welcome to the rank with john and zach i'm john i'm zach we've been friends since cub scouts and now 30 years later we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything you know the natural progression of events for millennials
2: you're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything but well, we don't have any and if you disagree Join the discussion at Twitter at, at The Rank Podcast, on our website at TheRankWithJohnAndZack.com, or email us at TheRankWithJohnAndZack at
1: ProtonMail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at the Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. Time for the
0: Expendables.
1: They're old. That's why they call them
2: that. <laughs> they are old i'll agree with that (laughs) and Um, i could do
1: without them (laughs) which makes them expendable exactly you know i was thinking actually today i was like i'm glad that i didn't grow up with social media no no kidding but why specifically (laughs) (laughs) well the specific reason why i was like i was i had this thought and i was like this would be funny if I like sent somebody a picture of my baby just like out of the blue mm-hmm. you know i'm glad i'm glad you said baby there and not <laughs> oh,
2: where it yeah. seemed like you might be going i was like yes yes this is a
1: bad idea but <laughs> no, no no a picture of my baby and just you know because of course you, you'll get the obligatory oh cute or whatever, uh-huh. you know and then just be like that's it he's cute <laughs> and just like fuck with them a little bit whoever i did it to right Mm -hmm. and in my head i'm like that's so funny and i'm like oh i'm a troll
2: yeah you're also a little bit no go ahead no no no, go ahead i was gonna say you're also a little bit tommy from goodfellas what do you mean he's cute yeah (laughs) what is what is he a puppy what is he
1: but yeah i'm like i'm convinced that had I grown up with social media, I would be one of these idiots that'd just instigate shit online.
2: Yeah. Uh I'm pretty sure you would have been yes. just from having <laughs> known you in uh what's that? Oh yeah, real life. You would have done that really, really, really seriously. <laughs> and uh you might have gotten into some hot water with more than just Mr. Hart. <laughs> uh, Mr. Fart. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe and I should Mr.
1: Pooper's Cooper Cooper.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um and uh, yeah, you were a uh, you were a big hit with a lot of those, <laughs> a lot of the uh, administration at our schools. That's for sure. And this would be like the FBI might be investigating you occasionally because, like, <laughs> you jokingly bomb threaded or something. I don't even know. Like, I might even I can't even come up with like plausible ones you might have done because, like, it would seem too much. But then again, <laughs> things get out of hand, you know.
1: Well, it's funny because I <clears throat> it feels like maybe you're talking it up a little bit Mm -hmm. and he's really not people (laughs) yeah i'm 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 i honestly sometimes i'm lucky that i'm not incarcerated or dead (laughs) yeah pretty much um but but actually mr hart liked me did he (laughs) did you think you were a good kid well you know what he liked about me is that uh he told my mom this he was like you know he always tells the truth. <laughs>
2: you didn't mind walking in and being like, "Yep, I
1: did that." Yeah, he would be like, "Did you do this, John?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I admire your honesty, if nothing else." Yep. And my mom always says you didn't start lying until you met Steve. Oh. <laughs> Which is <laughs> kind of true.
2: Kind of true. I'm glad. I I was like, "Oh, Christ, did you start lying when you met me?" I thought my name was coming up there and I don't know why. <laughs>
1: Yeah, why would it be you? I don't know. She, she wishes that you and I had stayed the closest of friends throughout the whole time. Me too, actually. Yeah, well, you know. Well, things That's got it. a little bit crazy. Yeah, our,
2: our teen years in general are the reason we were we We're glad that social media didn't exist. I think, yeah, that, all, no I think that all the time, too. I think about, like, man, some of these apps might have been fun. You know these apps the kids have today? I won't even name any, but, like, I'm always like, oh, man, some of these communication apps might be good because, like, you know, if you didn't have a phone in your room or something you couldn't call your friends and then more you know but like I just feel like it would have gotten it would have gotten out of hands pretty quickly I don't know if you are if you watch the HBO show euphoria I don't I've seen a couple of episodes and just right off the bat it very much deals with the impact of social media on these kids lives where like you know how boys are and you know how girls are and you know how people are
1: no explain
2: well, you see, one of the guys on that show is dating an actress named Sydney Sweeney, and if you Google her, you'll you'll have an intuition of where that that plot line ends up with that character.
1: Oh, geez. Well, now I gotta Google her.
2: You won't regret it.
1: So okay, I looked her up. She's very attractive.
2: Mm-hmm. That. Well, yeah, she's she's you know feels pressured into sending certain kinds of messages and contents to. That's
1: what I thought. Maybe we were getting boyfriends
2: at. and so forth, and then as you know. People uh sometimes don't keep those things private when they should. And it's just like, man, I can't even imagine that kind of stuff going around in our school. And then the pro and the other problem is that these people are underage and then, yeah, no,
1: it's it's child porn basically.
2: Yeah, and you can get in trouble for it even if you're underage too. So it's like I know. It's which uh, I
1: actually kind of think is shitty, but
2: I do too because like But anyway, point is is that it's a very strange world and I'm very glad I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah yeah me too and you know a lot of uh parents generations will be like, you know they they frequently say things are better in my day, et cetera, but they also say like the kids these days have it too easy, and uh, I think they, they don't I think they have it so fucking hard <laughs> yeah so, no kidding, like much harder than I did, and I had it kind of hard, not I had it kind of hard, but you know we were we were born and like right at this weird confluence of technology and And things still being done the old way. That was kind of strange and difficult
1: to navigate. But not like this. I mean, I think, you know, 15 years, school, you know, that Mm -hmm. time in school is pretty difficult. Honestly, as soon as you get into school, Mm -hmm. things get more difficult for you, Mm -hmm. right? But it's so much more amplified now Mm -hmm. than it ever was for boomers i mean i Mm -hmm. think it's honestly with the with technology getting better i think it's gotten harder and harder for kids and it makes it seem like we're weaker and weaker right Mm -hmm. because we complain or like because there's more complaints right Mm -hmm. but i just think that there's so many more avenues for um you know for things to fuck with your head yeah and that's like a real shitty time to have things fuck with your head.
2: For for, for real, because, good lord, things are hard enough when you're that age, yeah. you know? You don't need all this extra crap. Exactly. Um, I, I, I really hate when people, like, you know, m- c- complain about kids not being tough enough and everything. And kids it's like, these think, days. Yeah, I think they're tougher than any of us were, actually. It's just they have so much more.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the it's all perspective. Right, mm-hmm. you're you can't look at it from their perspective because you'll never know what it was like. Mm-hmm. And every successive generation is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
2: it's I don't know. It's an awful it's an awful good thing. I don't know what I would have gotten myself into just because like I like being I like being stupid. You know what I mean? And like my spouse was just telling me the other day, actually it was like last week or something that people don't always know that I'm joking and.
1: Oh, man, I run into that all the time.
2: Yeah, I know. And I feel like we both might have, like, I don't know who we're talking to on social media or anything, but posting things, like, that are public, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I, and we wouldn't be like, it was just a
1: prank, bro. It's just that, you know. We'd be like, well, we're being sarcastic. Like, it's not, yeah. I don't really feel that way. You can't exactly. tell. Be like, no, because we don't hear any inflection when we're reading. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, so just it's a good thing
2: i would have liked to have school to have found out and i walk in all tired it's 5 a.m or whatever it is and they're like come with us and i'd be like fucking hell what <laughs> i mean that happened
1: to me plenty of times i
2: know it barely happened to me though and a few times anything like that did happen i just would be like oh motherfucker i'm just gonna run away just yeah walk right back out goodbye not dealing with this <laughs> well, that's pretty much what i did if you recall, just, just imagining the grandpa Simpson gif of him going right, him walking in the door, walking right back out the door. That's you. That's pretty. I mean, do you remember that I would do that stuff all the time? Um, I remember they'd be looking for you and then you'd just be gone.
1: <laughs> I, like remember, we, we I, I remember really I was a freshman and they sent me to bilk, which was in school suspension. If you recall in high school, ISS was in school suspension in middle yeah. school, which made perfect sense. Then but then they name. had Bilk, the Behavior Intervention Learning Center, which is like, just
2: fuck off with that it's shit. It's a little bit like in the episode of Agents of Shield, where they're like, what does Shield stand for? And they're like, it means that somebody had too much time on their hands and really wanted the, <laughs> the acronym to spell Shield. But anyway, going.
1: Well, well, I just I remember ISS in middle school. I'm like, you know, that was fine. I was there so often that, like, you know. Mm-hmm. That nobody really bothered me or anything. It wasn't like a really that bad of a punishment. It it was whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember the first time I went to Bilk, and I took out a book to start reading, and they're like, mm-hmm. "You can't read in here," and I'm like, "I can't read in here." <laughs> they're like, "No, you have to do schoolwork," and I'm like, "This this is for class."
2: They're like, "There's
1: <laughs> no way that that book is for." I think it was like Michael Crichton, or you know, or my. <laughs> you know, some biography or something, but yeah. Um, anyway, told me I couldn't read. <laughs> and then, so then I started to, de- I started to do something. Else. I just started writing and they're like, what are you writing?
0: You mm-hmm. know, I was My, just
1: like, I'm just, I'm writing, you know, your is, business? is, that, what I'm is that homework? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> let's see it. And I was like, no, you know, mm-hmm. it was like poetry or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're like, you need to let me see it. And I'm like, wow, this sucks. And I just mm-hmm. got up and left, went home. <laughs>
2: I've just given myself and like, out can't... of school. Yeah.
1: And they, you can't leave here. And they're like yelling at me as I'm walking out the door. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to though. I, watch think you, I think I just did. Yeah. I just remember the teacher just being shocked. And then there were like upperclassmen in Bilk. They were just like, holy shit, that kid just leave. <laughs> you can leave? I didn't know You can just walk out? Why didn't no one tell me? This was the terrible thing that I that I learned when I was a teenager: was that I can kind of do whatever I want; nobody can stop me. Yeah, yeah. I have free will. That is a dangerous thing to learn at that
2: age. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't have superpowers. Yeah, right. If you had if you had landed with Ma and Paul Kent, they would have been, I think, tearing their hair out.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's pretty good banter. I think. Let's dive into uh, the agenda. Have you done an agenda in a while, Zach? No. Um, So the agenda
2: (laughs) is the part of the show where we talk about what goes into the show, what's going to come next. So that's what this part is right here. Um, This comes immediately after the banter, where we banter back and forth about something unrelated to the topic at hand, Um, followed (laughs) then by uh, the um, potent notables, right? No, well, well, a movie summary, (laughs) like a quick summary. And then the potent notables, where we talk about some interesting things we learned about the movie. Sometimes they're fun. Um, and then we go to a long movie summary where we're describing the whole movie from beginning to end in the sli- in the smallest minutiae. And then we uh, rank the movie based on our 10 categories, um, where on this series, they are ranked from one to five, one being the worst, five being the best. And then we'll see where it ends up in the pantheon of action movies.
1: Well, I'm excited to find out. Mm. Today, we're ranking The Expendables, the 2010 film starring Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham jet lee Dolph lundgren randy couture steve austin as in stone cold steve austin terry cruz mickey rourke and bruce Wait, willis you mean stunning steve austin you're right stunning steve austin that's how people probably know him i thought so and i'm just listing them as they were uh presented on the poster by the way okay
2: yeah <laughs> you're, it, not, you're not giving them pride of like
1: <laughs> a place or anything that's right
2: well in my opinion this movie really stars eric roberts
1: Ooh. Um, it was written by Dave Callahan, not mm. Dave Callahan. Callahan.
2: It's like it's like somebody. That was very odd. It's like a typo on his Ellis Island, you know, papers. Yeah, it's right. just stuck being Callahan forever.
1: Um, he also came up with the story.
2: Don't know what to do, Callahan.
1: Yeah, I'm. I guess we're Callahan now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and you know generations later they're like arguing with like i'm not callahan
2: yeah it's a big pain in the ass (laughs) because it's the one little difference that people are like oh sorry yeah yeah you
1: better i guess it was also written by sylvester stallone who who also directed it and dave callahan came up with the story okay we're doing the expendables this week because the expendables four just came out on friday
2: four it's a quadrilogy
1: yeah Sort of unbelievable that there's been four of these. Yeah.
2: I kind of thought when the first one came out, it was going to be like their last hurrah for, you know, this sort of thing. But no, they kept (laughs) hurrahing. They really did. They have more than three hurrahs in them at
1: least. Well, I mean, what's interesting to me too is like, so do you remember the movie Escape Plan came out?
2: Mm, I'm going to go with no, because I don't (laughs) know what you're talking about. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay so escape plan was the second movie that stallone and schwarzenegger did together mm-hmm. after the oh, is that one where they were in prison yes yeah i remember that and that went out in theaters and then they made an escape plan two and an escape plan three which were direct to video releases basically because okay, i didn't <laughs> remember
2: either of those like obviously i barely remembered the first one but... <laughs>
1: and so i'm like how did The Expendables like, yeah. keep going? But I think it's because they kept uh, you know, all of the main big stars in it. And they kept coming up with like new guest stars, basically. <laughs> this week on The Expendables. Yeah. Mel Gibson.
2: It's, it's your other favorite washed up. Well, not washed up. But your other favorite, a bit past his, his expiration date, 80s action movie star. And some of them
1: are from the 90s. So the movie follows a team of elite mercenaries known as the Expendables, led by Barney Ross. Tasked with top secret missions. The team includes skilled members such as Lee Christmas, Gunnar Jensen, and Hail Caesar. Which I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest, I don't have an a- foggiest idea who any of those
2: people are because I didn't have <laughs> any of their names. <laughs> and it well, didn't matter. Barney Ross. I know his I know he's Barney Ross because they mentioned his name. I, your name probably isn't
1: Barney Ross. Right, like, right. Okay, so that's his name, I guess. That's good. <laughs> Lee Christmas was Jason Statham. Gunnar oh. Jensen was uh, Dolph Lundgren. Okay. And Hail Caesar, which it, the character's name is H-A-L-E, first name. Uh, and then Caesar, last name. Hail Caesar. Yeah. That's that was Terry Crews. Oh, that's Terry <laughs> Cruz's name. Yeah. I also caught, I will admit,
2: I did catch that um, Dolph Lundgren was uh, Gunnar because I was like, oh, because he's Scandinavian.
1: So <laughs> that's why
2: he's Gunner, and uh, I think Mickey I Rourke
1: was, was Tool. I, I, I that. caught
2: that Mickey Rourke was Tool because of um, you know his the, the establishment is called Tools, and then oh, they, right. then they call him Tool, and I was like, oh, because his name is actually Tool, so it's called Tools. Kind of like that. They, this garage slash tattoo parlor slash hangout spot slash secret organization. I don't know if that's their headquarters or not, or if it, I don't. Know I, I don't.
1: Yeah, well, we'll get into it, but I, okay. I'm also confused by that. Um, they they are hired by a mysterious client to overthrow a South American dictator and liberate the oppressed people. By the way, the person they were hired by, Church, mm-hmm. Mr. Church. Mm-hmm. I caught that, too. Yeah. Um, as they prepare for the mission, the Expendables confront ruthless adversaries, including a rogue CIA agent named James Monroe. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that one, too? No.
2: Nope. No.
1: <laughs> That's Eric Roberts. I I
2: I I thought of him as Eric Roberts the entire time. So um, this comes across like I'm being much meaner, but like it just it's not it's not you know like an immediately important thing.
1: Well, the character month. names in this are just crazy. Yeah, and he's James Monroe
2: uh-huh.
1: as a, they spelled it one letter different than the president James Monroe. Mm-hmm. But you know the Monroe Doctrine, right? Mm-hmm so (laughs) we used the monroe doctrine as a reason to go after noriega Mm -hmm. and this is an allusion to that so i didn't catch that that's for sure yeah and his brutal enforcer ready Mm -hmm. do you remember what steve austin's name was in this i did i do not pain
2: his name is pain (laughs) his name is pain well that's apropos
1: (laughs) uh they're The names in this are just hilarious. All right. Amid explosive battles and intense combat scenes, the team showcases their diverse skills and camaraderie. So that's the summary. Very broken up by us. Mm -hmm. Um, We've ranked Aliens, Cliffhanger, Central Intelligence, Bloodsport, The Mummy, Predator, Hero, Iron Man, Speed, Bullet Train, Jason and the Argonauts, Mission Impossible, Bullet, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Spider-Man, Mission Impossible 2, Inception, The Accountant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Robot Jocks, The Nice Guys, The Fifth Element, The Equalizer, Edge of Tomorrow, and Fire Down Below. That's a mouthful. Yeah, that's a lot. I think, I don't know, have we reached the point where I shouldn't be just listing them off? Um, I I guess listeners let me know. We're about there, in my opinion. You don't want to hear it anymore. (laughs) No, it's actually (laughs) fun. i get to zone out for a second. (laughs) Now, Fire Down Below was not a highly ranked film, but actually... Kind of surprised both of us with how entertaining mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, so somehow it ended up higher than Cliffhanger and Mission Impossible too. I'm ashamed to say I liked it, but I kind of did a little bit. I did too. I, you know, I which I also feel ashamed about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really just Seagal
2: that's that's that we're ashamed about. Is and it's not like the movie's fault that he's a shithead.
1: Right. That's a, yeah, fair point. Um, but now. We've got so much action hero testosterone that it's got to oh, yeah. be at least eight tier, right? Yeah. You,
2: <laughs> you, you think maybe?
1: <laughs> we'll find out, right? Today on the All break. All right. Well, um, Lyndon, lead us in.
0: Hold it. No,
1: as always we'll start with the box office results against an 80 million dollar budget the expendables made 103.1 million dollars domestically and 171.4 million dollars internationally for a worldwide total of 274.5 million dollars so this movie did fairly well actually Mm -hmm. a modest hit that spawned three sequels And actually, this was the first Stallone movie since Rocky Four to have grossed $100 million at the bo- domestic box office. Really? Never would have guessed that. I know. And nerd me, I for one, I was really happy to see him back at that level. Uh-huh. I remember being really, when when the Expendables crossed, I was like, yes, he made it across $100 million again. <laughs> again, these are things that I don't think about, but I'm glad somebody keeps track of them. I mean, is there anybody else out there that felt that way or that feels that way about this kind of stuff? I feel like I'm on an island, you know? (laughs) You are a little bit. (laughs) Don't take it personally, though. No, I I mean, I like it. I don't give a shit if anybody else does. But I am curious if there is anybody else out there. All right, so for the Poe Notables... Let's start off the non-financial potent Notables here with a list of all the stars that were offered and turned down roles in this movie. Goodness. First, Kurt Russell. Okay. Who was offered Mr. Church. Mm -hmm. He declined because he didn't want to do, quote, ensemble acting at the moment, end quote.
2: All right. I'm not really sure what the hell that means
1: because in every movie, like, yeah. A freaking ensemble? You just you're just doing one man shows, Kurt. You know,
2: (laughs) he's doing one man Broadway shows. Actually, off Broadway.
1: Yeah, off Broadway. uh, Off off in Chicago.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm not really sure exactly. I think that's a. uh, I don't want to do it, but I don't know how to say no. Like (laughs) like I don't know how to say no and not be rude,
1: kind (laughs) of. Well, and he kind of goes on here. He's like, he also said that he hasn't watched any movie in the franchise because quote, it's not a beat I get. It's like looking backwards to me. End quote. I'm like, okay, okay so now he's just being a dick. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't really understand that one. But then he joins up for the seventh Fast and the Furious movie because <laughs> that makes total sense.
2: Well, I, maybe uh, Vin Diesel is more persuasive than Celestia Stallone. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, they should get Eighth. Statham to work on him. Be like, come and join our movie, mate. You like being on this movie. You could be on the other movie, too. <laughs>
1: not, not the greatest, but I enjoyed it. Please continue to do Statham throughout this episode. All, all right, I'll continue to do it. <laughs> I love it. I don't know if anybody else is going to love it, but, you <laughs> know, the feeling it. it's making oh. me happy.
2: I'm getting the, the distinct impression that, no, nobody else loves it. <laughs> it's fun to do, though.
1: Oh, I love it. So, you know, just wait, you till, hear, wait till you hear my Michael Caine. Oh, I can't wait! No, I, I can't because I can't do Michael Caine. Okay. So obviously, Mr. Church eventually went to Bruce Willis. Now, next is Steven Seagal.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: well, why did they offer it to him?
2: <laughs> <laughs> did they have some women that desperately needed sexual harassing, and they needed him to yeah, come obviously on and pick it
1: up? charisma Carpenter? I mean, you know, oh yeah, um, absolutely. But. He refused to do a cameo because he didn't want to work with the producer, Abby Lerner.
2: Mm-hmm. Why why is that?
1: Well, the only quote I've got here is quote, Life is too short to work with funny people.
2: And okay. Quote, yep, he said that. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but all righty. Here's another Neither. another quote that I don't really quite follow.
1: Sorry, <laughs> right, though. Jean-Claude Van Damme was also offered a role. But he how turned it down because... How he many movies? I'm sorry, I have to stop you. How many movies
2: <laughs> that he is not in is he going to show up in the Boat Notables for? He's the Potent Notable machine, I swear to God.
1: He really is. I knew you'd like it. But yeah, he, he turned it down because he didn't like the character that he was being offered. Uh-huh. But of course he did come in for the next one, so well. buckle up, he'll be in the next one, Potent Notable well, as well. Mm. Um. Wesley Snipes was originally meant to play Hail Caesar, mm-hmm. but he had to turn it down due to his tax woes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Basically, actually a good reason. Yeah, he's like, "No, yeah. I got a
2: real excuse."
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, he was like, "Real." They worked on it. They were trying to get like a, a like a, a, like a work release for <laughs> him to do it. I would have been. Funny. And, yeah, and and they were like, "No, you can't do it." No, you're not gonna be in freaking the expendables three guy. <laughs> or whatever. He did get into he actually he was in the expendables three. Okay. So <laughs> well, he did make it into the third one. I'm prescient, can I say? Um Forrest Whitaker was next up to play Hail Caesar. Okay. But he ended up having to back out due to scheduling to a scheduling conflict. So guess who got it next? Uh,
2: I'm gonna assume Terry Crews?
1: Nope, 50 Cent. <laughs> Who's, who's in number four. Okay. Expendables four. He was the next up for Hail Caesar. He ended up dropping out, um, but it has always been listed as, quote, for unknown reasons. Okay. He said it was just to focus on his music career or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. I've heard his music. I know it's an excuse. <laughs> um. Anyway, he's in the fourth one, so. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, good thing, which is funny because Terry Crews is not, which is the next thing. Interestingly, Terry Crews, who eventually got the role of Hail Caesar, begged to keep the character alive in the third one because it was Hail Caesar is supposed to die. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no, I'll keep him alive. I want to keep doing it. Only to end up vowing to never be in the franchise again because he claims that the producer, Avi Lerner, tried to pressure him into dropping a sexual assault case against another producer, Adam Vennett. Oh, wow. I remember when that happened, but I didn't know that. Wow, that's... uh, Yeah. So, Cruz has alleged that Venick groped him during a 2016 party. Yeah. So, yeah, he vowed not to return because of Avi Lerner. So, you know what that means, right?
2: hmm No. What Seagal is it? was
1: right. Uh, yeah, I know. I, that's what I'm thinking. Like... What I, world are we living in that Seagal ended up being right?
2: Yeah, I hate. I hate the fact that he was apparently right, but, you know... <laughs> That that is awfully shitty.
1: Yep, it sure Imagine,
2: is. Imagine you know when Steven Seagal says someone is too shitty for him to work with. Maybe maybe you shouldn't work with this person.
1: You know when I first read it, I thought it was like the opposite. You know, yeah. it's Okay, it's so actually, this is actually a actually good, good guy, yeah. and you're like you're you're the shithead, and he doesn't yeah. like you, right? Um, but it turns out no, no, you're,
2: that was <laughs> he was right on that one. I mean, even a broken clock, right? But. I mean, <laughs>
1: So we've had two unlikely Steven Seagal things in a row, which is just bizarre. Uh, now, and last but not least, Brittany Murphy was signed on for this movie. Uh-huh. But Sly ended up cutting her character from the script before anything was filmed. And okay. if he hadn't, it would have been Brittany's final movie.
2: Oh, she, she seems kind of random, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that it would have been her final one. it's pretty yeah. sad. Maybe if they had kept her... It wouldn't have happened. I don't know. I don't know enough
2: about what happened towards like, me either. I have no idea. It was actually, happened. it was a very strange situation that I don't remember any of, and I don't feel like getting into, but no. I remember, yeah. I remember it being really weird. I just know that she was really young. And it was mm-hmm. Crappy. Well, it was this, I, don't, I know I said I wasn't going to get into it, but it was this weird thing <laughs> with uh, her and her boyfriend slash husband living with, I think her mother, and it was a very strange I I, never mind. I shouldn't have gotten into it at all because it was a very bizarre back and forth. Like they may have, they may have all poisoned one another, kind of thing. That's that's weird. It's it was weird. It's much weirder even than I'm giving it credit for. Because when I say it that way, it sounds like I'm just saying like it's just like
1: okay, yeah, right. But it was it was legitimately bizarre. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do an episode about it. Um, But from here. Let's go to another list mm. of injuries. Okay. Stallone suffered 14 injuries during the making of this movie. Mm. Now I found that I found the number 14 everywhere. Everybody was like, Hey, I had 14 injuries, but then I couldn't find a list of those injuries. Mm-hmm. It would always be 14 injuries such as, so mm-hmm. I'm going to do the such as here. Okay. Uh, he ruptured his ankle, broke a tooth. Wait, this located rupturing your ankle. I, I guess breaking it. I have no idea. It's, a, it's it's a seems like a strange way to say that.
2: I, 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 yeah, you rupture things that are like filled with things. <laughs> you ruptured a balloon. I don't feel like you rupture an ankle.
1: Well, he means filled with marrow. Like, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> no the thought of that now is giving me the heebie-jeebies. Let's move on. Well, so so he ruptured his ankle, broke yeah. a tooth, dislocated both shoulders, and broke his neck. Oh my God! He had a hairline fracture in his neck. Which seriously, Steve Austin gave Stallone a hairline fracture in his neck during their fight scene. It was payback for Owen Hart doing it to Steve Austin. Except, you know, I makes... was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Steve Austin walk, walks around with a T-shirt that says, "I broke Sly's neck." Exactly. Or Austin three sixteen says, "I just broke Sly's <laughs> neck."
2: And it's always true because he always just did. He's what he's a menace. He's going around to everywhere Stallone is just. breaking his neck continually and then giving him like double middle fingers
1: as he runs away yeah the problem is that triple h keeps keeps going around going like oh that little nugget won't go away yeah so um i'm curious if anybody is gonna get that reference um probably i don't know
2: (laughs) it won't it won't be the only thing that has to do a specific
1: uh, subset of uh of our listeners yeah our listener may not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> What's right. a little nugget yeah. well, anyway. does, he, does he live in denver <laughs> um so where the hell was I? i don't know <laughs> oh so so i couldn't find all 14 but i did see uh, i like saw some behind the scenes stuff and there was like a, like a giant cut on his head and he was bleeding so I'm guessing there were some injuries like that where he like he you know got hurt but it wasn't like go to the emergency room, or breaking things. Type he's too injuries. tough. He doesn't need to go to the emergency room. The emergency room goes to him. Well, he does have a quote where he's like, I know how good of a movie it is based on how much how many injuries I have. But wasn't he like 70 at the time and still obviously is quite old? But Well, he was born in 46, I believe. Uh-huh. So he would have been 64 when this came out. Okay, so that's actually not quite as old as seventy, but it's not young. It's still pretty old. He doesn't he doesn't look like an old man though.
2: I was actually like I don't know at what, what point I intended to mention it, so I may as well just mention it now. But like it's easy to think of these guys as over the hill and washed up action stars, et cetera, except for like State them. But like, you know. I, I recently have uh, started trying to get into better shape, and if I could be in half as good a shape as any one of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> right? Up to and including sixty, what'd you say, four? Yeah. Year old sly at that point. Um, I would be happy.
1: Yeah. And I don't great. I don't
2: mean buff, I just mean not fat.
1: <laughs> right. Anything um,
2: from anything from thin to buff, really, anything in that range. And That's I've it. got
1: well, I've got one more injury to let you know about. Okay, okay. And this is actually Steve Austin, and it's it's an almost injury. So like, it, he didn't actually get injured, but it was dangerously mm-hmm. close. He almost lost his leg in an explosion. Oh my gosh! Because it went off right next to his foot, but Jeez. luckily the bag he was holding took the bulk of the blast and saved his leg. Oh my god! <laughs> that would have been that would have been serious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, obviously, it would have been serious. It's just, wow, that would have been really serious. I know. It's kind of uh, the, the injury stuff on this is kind of wild. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go back to that first list for a second because Kurt Russell wasn't actually the first choice for Mr. Church. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't fit the list because it wasn't. Uh, this wasn't somebody that that was offered a role and turned it down. Mm-hmm. He was offered a role, and then he asked for a different role. Okay. that had less lines, and that was okay. Arnie. Okay. Uh, he wanted to take a smaller cameo because of his, uh, you know, uh, his political career.
2: Uh, hence which we'll get to, that line.
1: Right, exactly, which is funny. Um, but it was his first role in five years.
2: Oh, yeah? Yep. I I'm not remembering the climate in which this first one came out all that well, because, like, I don't know. I hadn't realized that I definitely hadn't realized he hadn't been in a movie that long.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, Terminator three came out in 2003, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Right. I think the rise of the machines came out in 2003 and then there was like around the world in 80 days came out in 05 or something like that. I I don't remember exactly, but he Christ,
2: I forgot a, about that.
1: He had a cameo in it. Yeah. And I think that was his last role for five years um but anyway the real mr church bruce willis apparently ad-libbed a line that stallone almost cut Mm -hmm. left in um so he didn't have a ton of lines can you guess what the ad-lib was um nope you guys aren't gonna start start sucking each other's dicks are (laughs) you i guess that makes sense (laughs) it's just like really that's the ad-lib wow so this was the first non-Rambo non-Rocky movie that Stallone directed since Staying Alive from 1983. Okay. Which, like I I'm, I, I was sort of surprised by it because I know him as a director and he writes a lot of the movies that he does, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> so it was like, oh wow, he just hasn't directed anything except Rambo and Rocky movies for yeah. two decades, three decades. Uh, so I view this as common knowledge, but many may not know that Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Willis, all in this movie and for the first time ever in a movie together.
2: And for the first time ever.
1: <laughs> but they were all early heavy investors in Planet Hollywood.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I figured you would know that, but I don't know mm-hmm. if all of our listeners know this. So mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, Planet Hollywood was a movie-themed restaurant that was similar in concept to the Hard Rock Cafe. Basically with movie memorabilia instead of music. right? Mm. So Planet Hollywood was founded by a former Hard Rock Cafe CEO, Robert Earl. It debuted in 1991 in New York with a $750,000 event and it was a massive success. It eventually grew to 60 locations around the world in short order. However, the initial success and interest wore off because the food was terrible.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that'll that'll get you every time
1: in the restaurant business. <laughs> and by t- <laughs> and by, two thousand, Sch- Schwarzenegger was already out. So from the nineteen ninety one debut and excitement, we moved to bankruptcy in nineteen ninety nine with one hundred fifty six million dollars of debt, and then another bankruptcy two years later. Amazingly, it's still around with a restaurant in Malta, and at LAX. Okay.
2: <laughs> the 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 movie the movie themed restaurant hotbed of Malta.
1: Yeah, exactly. And there, so. are even, <laughs> and there are even some Planet Hollywood luxury hotels in mm. Cancun and in Cancun and Goa, India. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but mm-hmm. Goa, India. And apparently, they're planning on reopening a Planet Hollywood in New York, in New York City, as well. Oh,
2: maybe they'll get a different chef this time. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. know. Pretty stupid to just be like, let's open restaurants. Does anybody know how to cook?
2: No way. Oh, shit. I forgot about that part. (laughs) Did you Um, grab somebody off the street?
1: Me? I don't know. What's funny is that I remember really being into Planet Hollywood Mm -hmm. because I loved movies. I didn't give a shit about the food. You know, I was a kid. Yeah, so I would, I would actually, I was collecting shot glasses from the Planet Hollywoods that I went to around the country. Oh, how about that? So I have, I have a Planet Hollywood shot glass from New Orleans, um, New York, and I think one other. So anyway, I've never been to one that I know. Of. <laughs> well, it's hard to get to them now, unless you want to fly well, to L.A. or uh, go to Malta. Malta. <laughs> I actually really want to go to Malta, but anyway, there
2: you go. Now you have a reason.
1: <laughs> now i have a reason i'll convince sarah like mm-hmm. but there's a planet hollywood there she to like, go I don't give a shit um like, now we're definitely not going yeah <laughs> now i'm actually rooting against big yeah there um but here's a little silly one for you eric roberts and david Zayas, who play the villains um you know the, <laughs> david Zayas plays the uh the general and eric mm-hmm. roberts plays eric roberts it's and so cool. um <laughs> they, But they both played Sal Moroni, the Batman villain. Oh, really? Yeah, so I, Eric Roberts played him in The Dark Knight. Uh-huh. And David Zayas played him in the TV show Gotham. How about that? I thought that was kind of neat. All right, and we'll end it with a silly one. In Germany, both Sly and Arnie have the same voice actor, Thomas Danenberg, for dubbing. hmm And because this is the first movie with both of them in it, he had to do the voices for both actors.
2: Okay. (laughs) So he's he's just going back and forth.
1: Yeah, I just thought that was kind of hilarious. Like, I'm just picturing, you know, Bruce Willis's line you're not going to start sucking each other's dicks. And he's like, it's just me. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. That's all the potent notables. I thought they were kind of fun. That's all we got. Get out of here. Well, let's move on to the movie overview. Movie overview. Okay, so right off the bat, we get a bunch of motorcycles, and I'm mm-hmm. like, does this mean these are the bad guys, or these are the yeah. good guys? <laughs> All I know is that they're the in-motion guys. <laughs> well, because, you know, if you don't know the movie, you don't know if, like, because typically when you have a bunch of motorcycles like that, they're, it's like, the, what it conjures to my brain is like, oh, we got some bad guys about to do bad things, right?
2: Yeah, but not if they're the good guys, but they're so badass. Right, exactly. You can
1: consider that. <laughs> so now we're tr- transported to a boat mm. after after seeing the the guys on a motorcycle, right? And um, there's just like a whole bunch of just random guys walking around on this boat, and I was like, I feel like we're seeing some disposable henchmen here. Mm, maybe <laughs> they might be, in fact, expendable. Oh, I didn't even realize. What I did there. Yeah. Okay.
2: The disposables. The the the, the D tier, you know, action star movie
1: franchise. I'm not sure how dig we how deep we need to dig for that, but that's the one that Seagal agreed to do. Okay, um, that's fair. He's the biggest star in that. And, you know, him and Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah. Oh my um, goodness. I might you know I wouldn't watch that. Never mind. <laughs> I would watch it only to only if Ernie Reyes Jr. got to kick
2: Seagal's ass. I would watch it only if he was in a ninja turtle suit in fact yeah. i would in fact i would watch steven seagal meets the ninja turtles that's what i would definitely watch
1: that sounds like such like it sounds so bad that it would be good you
2: know mm-hmm.
1: yeah i'm, I'm kind of into it you think i'm joking no, I <laughs> see it. well i don't know if you noticed but the music suddenly got very intense on the mm-hmm. boat when they're leaving the hostages downstairs mm-hmm all right. Well, we'll just keep going. Um, <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> no, I
2: did. I think I remember being like, "Okay, this is a bit much, perhaps, but all right."
1: So, so we got the the ringleader of the Somali pirates, right? And he's they're filming, like, "I I want money or whatever," you know, he's saying. Yeah. Did you notice he just kept blinking? I didn't notice that. Really? Just It was just like constant blinking. It was just like blink, 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 blink. <laughs> somebody told him not to blink, and then he just had to blink. He couldn't stop thinking about it. I mean, was he injured on set or something? Was he like doing Morse code, like somebody help me in this, you know? No, you, yeah, he's, this movie. he's really the hostage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we get our first uh, kind of funny, silly line from these classic action movie stars, right? What do you know? a Greedy pirate.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're in for a good time when they're immediately with the quips. Yeah. <laughs> of course, well, you know, if they didn't do that, you'd be mad because, like, hey, come on, I want more quips. Come on, guys.
1: <laughs> with the one liners, let's go. Well, Dolph or Gunner says, warning shot. <laughs> yeah. And um, then if... blows the guy in half. Yeah, well, yeah,
2: that's another thing is this movie is, it quickly shows that it's it's not afraid of just blowing people to smithereens. So yeah. that's good. I was like, it was against, it's a bit much, but if you say so. And and know. also it sounds a little bit like you were doing like a stupid voice there. And that's Dolph London make uses the strangest voice in this movie. <laughs> and that was actually fairly accurate to him. It was at least more as accurate as my Jason Statham, if not more so.
1: <laughs> well, what the heck gun did he shoot there?
2: You know, I don't know, because it doesn't come back or anything. It's not, Terry Crews later has, like, a really, like, enormous gun, but that's not that same gun, so.
1: No. Well, but I'm just, like, how, how? <laughs> how did it, because, like, it blew his torso away. Well, speaking But his legs were left standing there.
2: Well, yeah, you know. It was, Is it was he stuck, stuck to, to the, the ground? But yeah, he's, 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 like, you know, he stepped in. Puddle of glue i don't know what do you want from me he's,
1: he's standing in cement yeah
2: exactly that's why he was is was this the same guy who was blinking because that's what he's like blinking i think out. so yeah
1: it was the vapors let's <laughs> move on though and then they just explode in gunshots mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, aren't you saving hostages here
2: no, no, this was solely to blow up terrorists, apparently, or pirates, I guess. Because they're not even terrorists, they're pirates. They're pirates, they're Somali pirates. Yeah, everyone from Somalia is apparently a pirate. I was like, come on, guys, be a little bit more creative, but um, that's okay. They're like, what What bad guys are hot-button issues right now? I know, Somali pirates.
1: Yeah. Didn't Captain Phillips just come out? That
2: was a <laughs> yeah. good one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, you are not the action star. I am the action star now.
1: <laughs> so Dolph's a little unhinged in this
2: yeah just in general
1: is he they're like what's he doing up there he's mm-hmm. gonna hang a pirate no mm-hmm. he wouldn't do that gunner what are you doing i'm hanging a pirate <laughs> <laughs> they're like damn it he is doing this <laughs> I'm like, what and then jet lee goes to stop him mm-hmm. which actually kind of leads to a funny little rivalry that I kind of wish there was a little, a little bit more of, mm-hmm. um,
2: of all people to be rivals, the two of them. I, th- I guess. That's I, the point.
1: I yeah, I thought it was really fun, and so yeah, they you know they stop him. Dolph's got a super huge knife, right, mm-hmm. and um, he looks nuts. And okay, so that all that all happened. <laughs> I guess they saved the hostages. We don't know. Yeah, the hostages are just kind of really secondary to everything else here. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine? Like, first of all, you're taken as a hostage by Somali Pirates, and then you get you see these guys get blown in half. Mm -hmm. You're like, Yeah, I'm just gonna jump in the ocean. Yep. I was (laughs) I was mad at these Somali pirates, but I didn't necessarily want to
2: see that. Yeah. And also just there's gunfire in an enclosed metal space. And now I'm deaf for life as well. So thank you. Thank you, The Expendables. You and your hostage negotiation techniques. Which involves mostly shooting guys.
1: And then Sly would say, you're welcome!
2: Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't so, okay, he's gone. (laughs)
1: Um, So then we we get to uh, Jason Statham's girlfriend, I guess?
2: Yeah. Well, his, his, uh, I think they're more any 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 port in a storm kind of kind of relationship yeah jason Satham rolls into town on his motorbike motor and and
1: just, all right babe i'm here now and you know what's I... funny is he liked that that motor that motorized bicycle so much that he <laughs> bought that exact same one. Oh yeah yeah i'm like all right it looks like a motor motorbike to me <laughs> Um, We should keep calling it motorbikes if if it enrages certain parts of the
2: population. But, um, (laughs) no, yeah, I I definitely see this woman's point. I remember thinking, like, Jason Statham, you're pretty wrong here. Like, you can't just show up whenever and expect her to just be sitting there waiting for you. This isn't the olden days. This isn't the olden days of, like, the 70s. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, um, I just, I love how... What I loved, or not loved, what I what I found funny is that everybody in this movie is an alpha male. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You exactly. <laughs> know,
2: you think they wouldn't get along. You think it would be nothing but, you know, nothing but
1: dick swinging and stuff. But even, like, the guy that she cheated on, mm-hmm. Statham, you know, is just another alpha male mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, it's funny how
2: immediately he comes across like a dickhead, you know? I know. Just it's just like it's because there's even a part where Jason Statham mentions how he hates this guy's voice. And he's right. This guy has a really annoying, like obnoxious, like dude bro voice. Who's out there, we freaking wild? and like <laughs> it's like really we had to immediately establish that this guy was a dickhead. I was kinda <laughs> I was kind of hoping at this part, I was like, you know what would be a fun way to go with this. The guy's not so bad. And just Jason Statham learns, you know what? I have been too distant. I don't. You. I didn't even tell you my profession. I did that because I was afraid. I didn't want you to get mixed up in this. But now I'm going to be better. But no, that's not it. The guy's just a dick. The guy's just a dick so he that just, we
1: can watch him get his ass kicked later yeah. by Statham.
2: I don't know why I was expecting
1: quite that much. but <laughs> It seems like it would have been a better direction to go if we yeah. were going to have this scene at all. Because yeah. to me, I'm like... Why are we even having this? Mm, I I don't give a uh, flying fuck about Lee Christmas's, you know, personal life.
2: I only just now learned, just recently learned that that's his name. So, (laughs) you know, when he marries, if he marries this woman, does she become Mrs. Christmas? Because yeah, exactly. Did did she get a name? I don't know if a lot of these people had names. So you know what would have been funny I, I think, think know, they should jennifer be.
1: maybe i, I like
2: i like going with the silly name route giving them all goofy names like that because it makes sense but yeah. i think it would have been funny here's what i would have done just name them all their real names the character is named jason statham he's not playing the actor jason statham he's just <laughs> jason statham <laughs> it's and so very that's meta yeah that's what i would do of course i don't think i don't think i think that, that sounds pretty don't. awesome and they don't they don't hire me to write movies for <laughs> reasons <laughs> um he yeah. gets mad he, he just rides off on his motorbike um and then he he's shows he's no up. good he's no yeah. good he color lace I don't, I don't remember, know no. who cares but he he uh he uh how does he know he's no good I mean, he looked at it, I don't like his face he's no good but uh <laughs> like whatever you're just being kind of a jealous asshole and like not actually treating her like you're actually in a relationship with her it's okay I don't hate the character of Lee Christmas by the way it's just this part annoyed me and then he. he well, re- this... Good. He was gonna say that I was gonna say next. He rides his motor bicycle to tools. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we get Sly pulling into tools.
1: Yeah, I. So I, the whole thing with the the girlfriend here, I mm-hmm. just am like, you know, it would have been. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'll just move on. Um, so tools place here. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just wide open, you can ride your bike right in. Evidently, I presume
2: if you're not supposed to be there, they remove you forthwith. But uh certainly seems to be the case. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it's a garage or a tattoo parlor or both. That's are what I was in, wondering. Are they open for business? Are they just a front for like you know, the do the do does it operate on the funds that Sylvester and his and his and his cronies bring in? I don't know. It's not explained, it's not really examined even.
1: <laughs> It's it's very bizarre.
2: It's just it, it is. But we see we get Mickey Rooney for the first time. He rides his motor bicycle. Amps. Mickey Rooney, Mickey Rooney. That's your
1: fault,
2: <laughs> Hudson. Hudson calls him Mickey Rooney all the time. <laughs> you see what you've done. That's Why hilarious. Just like Mickey Rooney. So it's okay. So if if AI is good for one thing should be inserting mickey rooney into this role instead of mickey Rourke.
1: (laughs) that would be fantastic that would
2: be so funny i don't know i don't know which is funnier young him and it's like still the same film quality so it's like the colors aren't quite right or it's in black and white or (laughs) or old him where he just got so ridiculous looking and like i'm one to talk about being you know corpulent but still he, he was very bloated but anyway point is is that mickey Rourke shows up on his motor bicycle with his with his female friend whose name he doesn't remember, which is uh, fun.
1: Yeah, and he's like smacking her ass and stuff. Yeah,
2: it's like, oh, how about that? <laughs> remember when that was all
1: cool and okay? It still is in some places. Yeah, it
2: was... <laughs> it may be 20... When did this movie come out? 2010?
1: Yep. It
2: may be 2010
1: out there, but in here it's 1950. Well, you know, whatever. I I just I love the idea that... <laughs> well, whatever. I just <laughs> uh he's getting, you know, some very young woman and he does like does not give a shit and she's happy about it. And mm-hmm. I suppose that happens, but it, it's I would right, think you need more than just a tattoo parlor to get yeah, it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um and he's not that cool and good looking, but that's okay. This is a male fantasy, that's all well and good. But uh <laughs> Sylvester Sloan sits down for I guess he gets an extra
1: another letter on his expendables tattoo. Each time they do a mission, I couldn't quite figure that out either. I couldn't figure that out either, and it was but, like I don't, I didn't give a shit either. Was like, it was something like that, but they didn't really go anywhere with it. So, like sick tattoo man. Yeah. Um, and then you know when Lee gets in there, they're gonna do the knife throwing contest, and I guess this mm-hmm. is to show he's he's off. Oh, this is what I was gonna get at. I was like, you know, it would have been one thing if like he, I would have been fine with having all of the stupid nonsense with his girlfriend in this if they just had some sort of payoff like even just a small one where it's like you know he's he's like gotta figure out how to like you know be on a mission again because mm-hmm. he's like all thrown off by this right and he's he like is he gonna end up being a liability or mm-hmm. whatever and it's just like there's not there's no payoff the payoff yeah. is him kicking this guy's ass. Yeah, and then that stuff. Does he get the girl? I don't. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Presumably, she 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 rides off on his motor bicycle with him, but um, like beyond that, I don't really know. Um, there is a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of a payoff because he's asking Celeste just alone how he got over like you know girls. have You ever been heartbroken because of girls? And Celeste's like so many times, and it's like that doesn't go anywhere either.
1: I know. I know. And I get it. There's so many characters in this, it's hard well, to have. That is pr- part of the problem. You paint yourself into a
2: bit of a corner <laughs> when, yeah. when you have all these stars who all, I would imagine, would not be happy if they didn't get a single line. So.
1: <laughs> but now we're going to meet the uh, bad guys, right? Yeah. How exciting. So, right after we meet the bad guys for the first time, now we get to see Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Sylvester Stallone in the same scene the dream she
2: <laughs> said the green team the green
1: the dream team i might have oh, said the green, green team, team by accident <laughs> the green <I>, team. <laughs> so how question. did that make you feel i liked it um i liked it too i thought it was pretty cool to see them all in the same yeah i assume they haven't been in a movie before and uh
2: like it might just be that we were kids and young and impressionable when they were the biggest action stars on in the universe and it was neat just the fact that they knew each other and were doing the planet hollywood stuff yeah so, exactly um seeing them in a movie maybe this far out not quite as fun but it was it was fun um i kind of was like a little a little bit of an eye roll for me because like they start it and sly's talking to somebody and like they're not showing him but, like, it's Bruce Willis's voice, you know? So, <laughs> right, right. so it's not like, oh, my, Bruce Willis! Like, we know, like, we hear his voice. It wasn't, like, disguised or hidden or anything. So when they show it's Bruce Willis, it's not that exciting. And then when Schwarzenegger, because Bruce Willis is like, oh, I'm gonna, gonna offer the job to you or this other guy who's coming in. I don't feel French. like
1: that's how that works, yeah? <laughs> Trench <laughs> is, the, is Arnold's name in this.
2: Like, they're gonna come in and bid? Like, <laughs> I'm a little confused why this is, why they're there at the same time. You'd think that they would just have that settled. But, <laughs> then they show they show like the outline of a guy in the door. And it's like, oh, here, here's the other guy now. And it's like, then he walks into the light or whatever, and it's Arnold. And it's like, oh, we knew that that was going to be Arnold, too. Like, this was also not a surprise. <laughs> the scene was not nearly as tense, as dramatic as you thought it was, guys. But that's okay. It was still fun. <laughs> and it was also fun. I like this part because they they are doing a very... Remember my meta suggestion from before that they're all just their own names?
1: Yeah, they're they're doing a lot of uh, references.
2: Yeah, a lot of references to the real lives and actual movies. I thought that yeah. was a lot of fun, like wink-wink stuff. I swear there's a part where Sly actually looks at the camera and is like, oh,
1: but it's not. He didn't, <laughs> but I mean, in my memory, he did, where he like he's like, wink. <laughs> yeah. But uh well, I a thought of, it was funny because Arnold goes out. Yeah, he likes playing in the jungle, which yeah. is, you know, a Rambo reference. and then yeah, it was a lot of fun, I thought. Yeah, Sly like he wants to be president. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, that, that makes sense. It does. Um, I And then, you know, so then kind of Bruce Willis and Stallone square off, basically, mm-hmm. you know. And I got to say, Bruce Willis comes off as more of a dick. And Stallone comes off as the badass here. What do you think? Oh yeah, I, I kind of thought that that
2: Bruce Willis was appropriately badass in like the sense that like, oh, is he actually a villain? Like, is he gonna? Because he's, he's like worried about being double crossed. Is he gonna double cross them? And he has to come back. So <laughs> neither of those things matter. But <laughs> I thought it was effective. Um, I actually was very pleasantly surprised because this is not the point yet where Bruce Willis had this uh, dementia diagnosis he has now. But nonetheless, he was still not quite at the top of his game at this point in his career, I don't think. Right. Um, But I thought he was very effective in this scene. I was actually pleasantly surprised that he still had a lot of the old, I don't know, screen presence at the very least, if not charisma.
1: Yeah, it was good to see him.
2: It's good to see a Bruce. <laughs> Bruce well, came. I mean,
1: I think this is the same year that Looper came out. Oh, is it? So maybe he's actually a little bit closer to the top of his game than than I was giving him credit for. Well, at this point, I think he's still doing, like, the whole, yeah, I'll take a million dollars a day. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do any literally money. any job as long yep. as it's a million dollars a day.
2: Which I would, too. I mean, make fun, but I'll go acting. I can't even tell you what I would act in for a million dollars a day yeah it would it would get pretty everything short of snuff films <laughs> <Everything's> <laughs> actually dying that would be i don't know that, that i could cut do cut scat oh oh yes you're right <laughs> okay there's a couple of cutoffs and are <laughs> probably the, more
1: cutoffs than we than we even realize but there's the not obvious a, ones yeah yeah there's not a lot so then we in you know, okay so now we go back we're going to go back to the team and uh and Sly meets up with Dolph, right? And mm-hmm. Dolph's like, "No, oh, I want to go," you know. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Again, this is a fairly accurate representation of the way he's talking in this movie. I just want to make sure everyone
1: understands that. And then you know, Sly's like, you know, "No."
2: Because <laughs> no, you were crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think he said he's using which is uh, Yeah, There gives the character a slight amount of depth but not a ton.
1: Yeah, they they call him, they call him a junkie a few times in it and we don't find out what he's using or anything like that, but that's okay. I actually thought
2: Dolph was playing unhinged pretty well. He was. Know? It was like unsettling a little bit, you know. It was. Cuz he's a he's an intimidating presence and yet he's very uh like so, when he's so when he's off kilter, it's like, ooh, what's this guy gonna do?
1: Yeah. Uh, now I think we're gonna get our first Randy Couture line, mm. and he's not a super good actor.
2: No, he's I I was I thought he was okay for the fact that he's primarily an MMA guy. Yeah, yeah. He gets hit in the head for a living, but he, right. he's not all that great. He could he could work on his. He could hire a coach a little bit maybe. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. It's just it's sort of the more lines you get, the more it's like, okay, enough lines from you for right now.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I was feeling. Uh, you know, I mean, he could kick my ass. So. Oh, yeah, so not, that's fine. I like I don't. It's funny because, you know, he's actually a badass. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it translates that to that well on the screen.
2: Yeah, not necessarily. He... uh well, it's also the character he's playing is just like weird and neurotic, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it's it, it's a little strange because you didn't just get to sit there and glower like some some athletes in this movie. Um, <laughs> what, but he did some great glowering. His yeah, his glowering was glow. Who's glow? It was very glow. It was glowerous. It was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I like. I was fine. I think Randy Couture had a couple of lines before this. But it was yeah, just like, I think so too. It was just like <laughs> on your six, some bullshit. I don't fucking know. But right, but um, this was like
1: the first yeah. one where he had to like act. It wasn't yeah. just saying something.
2: Yeah, and I remember before this scene, I was thinking, yeah, coach, he's fine, and, and okay, he's not, he's not as fine as I thought. But <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that's okay. He's probably a better actor than I am, and and I'm also not like a world class MMA athlete, so I'm not gonna really, I'm not gonna really complain.
1: Well. It's Still an odd little scene though, as well. It is, but I, I have to say, I, I was loving the Jet Lee family stuff.
0: Uh-huh. I was like <laughs> you have a family,
1: <laughs> and he's like, No, he didn't ask. Um, I actually like Jet Lee Li in this
2: rather a lot because he's playing Me. Like, too. He's kind of I don't want to say he's playing against type or anything, but he's I don't know, it's 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 a weird little way to go with the character because he's not stoic, stoic martial artist who's like into honor or anything. He's I don't know. He's,
1: he's kind of a wild card a little bit. Yeah, he's like, I want the money. Yeah, he's like, give me more money. And they're like, Yeah, I need more money. More money, please. And they're like, No, I'm not going to do
2: that. Uh, and, he, yeah. and then later it turns out he's made up this family because <laughs> he wants more money. He's like, I want to, yeah, send my uh, kid to a better school. That's it. Yeah, that's what I need to do. <laughs> and then later it's like, You, you don't, don't have, have any kids. Me. I do. He's like, like No, it's, I have so many
1: kids. Oh, uh, I love yeah. that little bit that they were doing, that and I gotta really take fun. care of Jackie Chan's kids, too. <laughs> um, so, so now they're you know Lee Christmas and Barney Ross, they're gonna go fly down to this little island country, and you know, they shouldn't have named him Barney Ross because every time you say it,
2: I think you're gonna say Barney Rubble, like they just <laughs> should have something without an R would have worked a lot better for me, yeah. Well. This part I don't understand, because they, they split up the team here for, like, no reason, because they didn't take the job yet. Well, but, they're,
1: they're scouting
2: it. Yeah, they're just... The two of us are going to go there and do a bunch of stuff, and the rest of you, are gonna, we're going to put you in a closet until we need you, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that produces equal shares, you know? Yeah. But um, well, whatever, you know? They're going, they're doing their scouting. You know what he said? And I'm
2: like, what? He, he, They said, all right, we're going to take the two better actors... And we're actually going to give them more screen time, and the rest of you go away for a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much.
2: And that's not to insult like Jet Li or anything. It's just that. All right, these guys are obviously more in the movie than you,
1: so we need to have them alone. <laughs> well, that's fine. There was actually going to be a, a a spinoff movie, like like a Christmas story or something like that, for Jason Statham. Like they were really going to do that. So I don't gra- know if they still are, but
2: I'm very glad they didn't. <laughs>
1: At the very least, go in a different direction on the title,
2: guys. This is <laughs> I guess it'll be a white Christmas this year. I don't know. <laughs>
1: it didn't even make any sense. Um I guess
2: it'll be a Lee Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> but no, it's uh, this, and then like we forgot to mention that they have a plane that's that like right. <laughs> which is funny because we just did fire down below where he's flying I a plane thought out the of the nowhere. Same thing. I this feel like this makes, makes more, more sense. sense. This yeah. makes a lot more sense, especially since his plane doesn't come back. He doesn't, like, even keep his plane and fire down below some place. Right. <laughs> I think you need to store planes plane somewhere, right? You can't just leave him in a field. <laughs> and just that doesn't seem but to be... He
1: How, why couldn't he have flown the plane to the place he was going to go? That's another and good question. Up, like, taking a bus or whatever.
2: Yeah, and then he just leaves the plane. He just, like, he found, like like he and then he's the got a truck, we don't people. know how
1: he got the truck. You yeah, know, that's I think it's like the church's truck. truck, and then the church tr- and then the truck just gets destroyed, and yeah. then he's got a and then he's got like a an SUV all of a sudden.
2: Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah, that's that's another matter. <laughs> that's that's for a <laughs> that's a whole other movie.
1: But <laughs> yep. but now that we're one... talking about this, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, we missed <laughs> might have missed some things on here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> apparently it didn't occur to was too hard so it wasn't that yeah. much of, of an issue but this one it actually does make some sense that they have their own private plane so they can get around to locations right. and, and it actually uh,
1: makes sense that it's a uh the type of plane that it is because mm-hmm. um th- they'd have to fly low levels to fly under the radar so
0: mm-hmm.
1: um it's kind of you know I'm, I'm with it i'm down yeah.
2: and, and it's established you know they established that they're on their cover is like Wildlife preservationists and the plane says, you know, right. wildlife fund. I don't know something
1: or other. <laughs> uh,
2: and I also like that this is a, very, a small detail, but I liked it. Um, you see the little Expendables logo occasionally, like like its last tattoo, for instance. Right. It's it's that raven on top of a skull. Uh huh. Um, I think Jason Statham calls it like a. You know a pigeon or something he's like it's an raven, and whatever but uh <laughs> yeah. raven. yep adrian <laughs> sorry but the fake fun uh... of me again I'm oh, sorry <laughs> stop making fun of Sylvester <laughs> sorry Adrian I can't remember your real name It doesn't matter
1: <laughs> Tally, Shire. Tally
2: Shire that's right but uh no um the fake wildlife conservation company or whatever company i don't know whatever whatever it is they have basically the same logo except instead of a skull it's a, like a bird sitting on top of like the world so i think it's neat because it's like
1: yeah that was a that was a cool touch
2: a little detail spent too much time on it already but they land they're going <laughs>
1: through customs and customs apparently yeah, it's by the way usually so yeah just one person in this like yeah. run down shack yeah and it's if it's this crazy to get in the country wouldn't they need a visa yeah you think like, so how but would you just of, stamp your passport and move on?
2: Yep, but instead we just get them we're here to photograph birds and the guy goes, ready," and they move on. Well the guy gives them an issue because Statham looks nervous apparently. He says, You look nervous and Sylvester says, You don't look nervous, you just look like an asshole. I don't know what he says.
1: That sounds about right.
2: Yeah. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so so they're walking around, blah, blah blah. Now they're gonna meet the contact and mm-hmm. and uh Sly's was it Sly that's like all pissed off or is it Statham? I can't remember. One of them was like all pissy mm-hmm. waiting, waiting for the uh, for the contact. Mm-hmm. And the contact, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Walks into the the way that this contact <laughs> wouldn't mind having some contact with her. You know what I mean? Yeah, the way she walks into that place yeah. is just ridiculous.
2: It's it's filmed like like, like they were this close to just having, like, a sultry sax solo, like, underneath them. I
1: know! It was like, here comes the porn part of the movie.
2: You're like, what the heck? And then, this is going to sound really mean, because the actress was fine, but, like, they, they play it. Like, it's going to be the most stunning woman you've ever seen in your life. And she's a perfectly fine-looking woman. It's just, it's odd for me. Because so it was like, you kind of overplayed your hand on that one, guys.
0: <laughs>
2: I thought she was hot. But... She was She was perfectly good-looking just, like, when you play it like that, like, it's like... <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's like, okay, and then it's just some lady. Like, okay. It's like, why did we waste all that effort? But anyway, Sly is apparently taken immediately. I think we saw that scene through his eyes, like... Yeah, literally. That's exactly what it was. There. It's like, Whoa! And Jason is like, what? It's just she's
1: a lady. <laughs> she's no charisma carpenter. No, um, funny. the... So th- this is actually the part now we're going to cut um and see the general mm. being forced to kill the yeah. people that Eric Roberts says are lying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I Remember
2: that now. of uh, all the all the scenes with Eric Roberts being villainous kind of melted in my mind.
1: Which yeah. is fine. It was just he's villainous. Yeah, he shoots one and he's like if you want your men's res- your you know, soldiers respect, you're going to shoot the other two. Mhm. And then he does, and he, you know they they show this like turmoil with the mm-hmm. general, and I'm like, am I supposed to feel bad for this guy He just shot two people in cold yeah. blood? Yeah, Like I don't feel bad for him. I'm not rooting for him exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sucks too. Like I hope he turns a, turns it around. And yeah, becomes a good president. <laughs> um, so so now you know they're they're going with contact there, and they're like, you know, take us to the palace, and she's like, why do you want to go there? And then like because you. You gotta take us there and then they stop and Lee christmas runs out into the woods right yeah, for no reason he's like I gotta take a leak and he just leaves and then uh and then they keep driving and then they stop and they're talking and then all of a sudden the soldiers come up mm-hmm. and then we get our first kind of well not our first but we get the first like for this mission um scene action sequence right Mm-hmm. kind of badass right mm-hmm. not bad at all yeah' it's- them, you know was i
2: guess st- following them <laughs> he just wanted to walk behind the truck for a while i guess and he comes he comes back to help with his knives we see him throw a knife i think remember. he's
1: very fast with the knife
2: yes faster he's, he's faster he's oh, faster
1: than knives
2: yeah we forgot to mention how stupid that that line was earlier but that's okay <laughs> that was incredibly dumb but that's that's fine
1: Well, there's, I guess, there's a constant battle between them about who's faster, (laughs) about
2: who's faster. But he's just right that bullets are faster. That's not even like it's not like a. (laughs) It's just really not a comparison. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you could shoot a knife as fast as you could a bullet, it would probably go right through walls, assuming it didn't disintegrate.
1: So, that so now they're going to take her. Because they killed all the soldiers, right? They're like, "Let's mm-hmm. get her out of here." They're they're basically kidnapping her.
2: She's yeah, like, "I don't want
1: to go." And they're like, "No, you have to."
2: <laughs>
1: so We're in charge here, guys. Yeah, <laughs>
2: we, we forgot to mention that it's revealed that she's the president's daughter. Yeah, because the they say I don't I don't know if if they they caught on.
1: Is yeah, it, that's what I was wondering about. Like they, they never really kind of say that they catch on.
2: Yeah, but uh, I think I think the look that. The way Sylvester Sloan's character is reacting to the scene. I think he does understand the Spanish that's being spoken. But they're like, You can't come here even though you're the president's daughter. You need to here, right. let me let me let me say it so that someone who isn't aware will catch on.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Even the um, general's daughter can be shot or whatever. Yeah,
2: exactly. exactly. So
1: um,
2: yeah, and then they're they're going they're gonna run away and like leave the island, and they're like, You're leaving the island too. She's like, No, I live here. This is yeah. where my heart is. <laughs> what would you want to stay?
1: Is, again, my house It's here. My whole country. This, yeah. I'm going to go with you? I just met you 10 seconds ago. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you're certainly some handsome white men. but uh <laughs> that's not doesn't mean I'm going to leave where I live. But uh <laughs> so then I guess Statham's going to start the plane, right? Mm-hmm. And and then Sly's just going to shoot everybody in the uh in the hut. In the customs hut, yep. And then he's gonna shoot the camera, and I'm like, "What the fuck did that do? That was a really stupid order. If you were gonna do it,
2: yeah. (laughs) Like, it probably doesn't make sense to shoot the camera either way, but at least do it first.
1: Yeah, I just like you shot the camera. Okay, what did that do for you?
2: Yeah, and they bring back. Like, the line from the guy who stamped the patchboards, you look nervous right before they shoot him. And I'm like, I don't don't know if he deserved, like, that quite. Like, he was kind of a dick when they were going through customs earlier. But, like, I don't know that he needed to be murdered. Yeah. Well, he did He did pull... He wasn't
1: going to shoot him until he pulled the gun.
2: Okay. Nice. Okay. If I have a gun on you, don't pull a gun on me. Otherwise, I will shoot you. And it's like, whoa, this is some circular (laughs) reasoning there. It's okay, though. And then Sly has the... uh, a very epic getting onto the plane, like he's got. Like I, I was,
1: yeah. This is what I was gonna say. It's sort of amazing how physical Stallone can be in his sixties.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, like I was saying earlier, I'm much younger than him and can't do anything. You know? <laughs>
1: but <laughs> I mean, even like his running, I'm like, geez, you know, like he's mm-hmm. he's just he's got a physical presence about him. That's. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what I mean. Obviously, Couture could kick. Sly's ass, like nobody's Mm -hmm. gonna, in real life. But in the movie, I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I think Mm -hmm. Sly's (laughs) more of
2: a badass. Well, there's something to be said for. I don't know what quality it is that gives someone screen presence like that, but whatever it is, it really is one of those things you know when you see it, you know. Right. Exactly. Like and like, you know, these different characters step on on the on the stage, as it were, and you go, okay, (laughs) he's the one with the with the presence.
1: By the way, what, what was with Sly's eyes in this movie often? Like, there's just like so much makeup.
0: I don't Did know. Did you notice that? No, I didn't.
1: Maybe. A, <laughs> Maybe very dark long eyelashes or something. I don't know what was going on. He was going for a smoky cat eye. Maybe he was up all night crying and
2: my had to like you know put some makeup on to reduce the puffiness.
1: So so they get into you know, Sly jumps onto the plane, they get on the plane, and then they're like, nope. let's go back and fucking yeah. kill everybody. Yep.
2: We could just get away, but no.
1: <laughs> and fuck all those guys in particular and their families. Yeah, exactly. And this is, it's really kind of silly. Yeah. And, oh, kind of silly? Yeah. It did kind of work for me though. Okay. I was like, well, oh, yeah, it, was,
2: it wasn't that bad. It was just like, okay, it's a bit overboard, but true. Yeah, yeah, we can set uh, them all on fire if you really want. <laughs>
1: Um but then at the at the end mm-hmm. they show like <laughs> they show Statham and Sly's reactions and they just have mm-hmm. these ridiculous fist pumps. Yeah. Yeah. We burned all those guys to death.
2: <laughs> go, go team. Uh expendables go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. So You know, now we're going to see, we're seeing the general is definitely going to come around, right? Mm Because he's not happy with Eric Roberts. Um, But then Dolph comes Mm. out. Mm. It's like, oh, Gunner. You turned Just terrible. And uh, I'm actually surprised Steve Austin hasn't gotten more action roles in big movies. Because he also, he has a physical presence to him.
2: Absolutely. This seems like as good a place as any to say it. I will say that Steve Austin was a wrestler. We were watching wrestling still at that time. Uh-huh. um, He doesn't seem like the biggest wrestler. You know what I mean? Right. Next to other wrestlers. I mean, he's he's got a physique, but he's not like totally ripped. He doesn't have the biggest muscles in the world. He doesn't look like that tall a guy. But that's only in the context of professional wrestling. Right. right. Put him next, to, put him next <laughs> to ordinary people. And it's like, motherfucker, this guy's a giant. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> He's huge, and he really <laughs> has an angry face, like you said. Like, he, if they were like, all right, Steve, now glower. And he's like, rawr, rawr, like, you hear him grind. It's like a cartoon, you know, where it's like the angry guy is just grinding his mouth back and forth. <laughs> he really looked, uh, he, he he probably looked the most intimidating for me in the movie. Oh, for sure. For I agree. And, on, and it's I, not just because I'm worried he's going to stone cold stun me. He just has
1: the look. <laughs> yeah. I wish he had given somebody a stunner. Um, well, later we do get a few wrestling moves. Just not a stunner. <laughs> Yeah, I know, <laughs> but yeah. So you know, uh, so Gunner is basically acting like uh, you know he's he's turning right, but mm-hmm. everybody's treating him like shit, and he's like, "Well, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, Just give me my hair on." Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: um, but then we come back, and it's Lee Christmas, mm-hmm. and he he's gone back to uh the Laces' house or whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, it seems like she already told you to leave, so don't worry you going back, but he goes back. Yeah, well, I think... It, it, the impression I got is that she called him. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, yeah, let me come see your black eye. Yeah, and of course, yeah,
2: she has a black eye that's hidden right behind her hair. And, and he was uh, like,
1: was that your mother again?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and he goes and kills his mother. <laughs> kills his mother.
2: Um, I'll kill anyone who did that. Yeah. Ooh, that, but no, ooh, so- that, that's The Expendables too. We so... Discord in the expendables by saying that it was actually Sylvester Sloan who gave it with the black guy, and then they have to fight. Oh, I love it. So <laughs> there um, already is an Expendables too and I don't think that's the plot. So <laughs> I, um, I don't think it might be, but I don't think so.
1: Well, it's 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 this is so just goofy because you were gone for two days. She's how long has she been with this other guy? You know? Um like yeah, I don't know. It can't have been that long. Like, how long did it take you to go to Somalia, kill some pirates, and come back? Maybe a couple weeks? Yeah. And then you went to, you know, this fake island country for a day. So it's not like you've been gone for a crazy (laughs) amount of time. Yeah. And she's already getting beat up. Okay. I I rewound the movie a couple times. Now, I was watching it on uh, Plex, so I I don't have um, subtitles on -hmm. there. I couldn't make out what this guy said it's one of the guys in the background of the you know the goons basically uh-huh. and he says i swear this is what he says if he comes over here we'll fuck his ass <laughs>
2: Ooh, exciting
1: <laughs> that'll it's a show a him. different movie all of a sudden
2: and jason satan's like "Ah, oh, little do you know i like that <laughs>
1: So anyway, yeah, now we see Jason Statham kick everybody's ass. Um okay. I like that they wore helmets on their bike, by the way. Yes,
2: they're very safety conscious, thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's what that's what the expendables are all about is safety. Well, because you've ever noticed that Tom Cruise rides motorcycles a lot in movies and never, never wears a yeah. <laughs> he's too cool. Jason Statham, though, he's all about the safety. Um I mean it was it was honestly a kind of a cool fight scene but I'm just like but why why are yeah. we here?
2: Yeah, I don't know is is proving her love for his love for her does she even like want him to be doing this? I don't know. We don't even, we well, don't get to know how she feels.
1: I, I think you know I think what every lady really wants is a man that can assault a bunch of people when he's angry. Oh, absolutely.
2: That—that's especially when she's leaving what's apparently an abusive relationship. What she wants is more violence,
1: right? That's mm-hmm. clearly, you know. I, I mean, I think they prove that in this movie.
2: Absolutely, that's obviously like we're not even joking. That's obviously what it is. So, well. because
1: not only does he does he hit them, but then he he almost stabs the one mm-hmm. as he stabs a basketball into his yeah. heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I think she was definitely into it. Oh, for sure. And then we get, and then we cut to like a really, really intense scene with Mickey Rourke.
2: Oh yeah, uh, I know, because, uh, Sylvester Sloan is is kind of like conflicted about the fact that they left President's daughter there, right? To, to at her home where she lives, <laughs> upsetting. I know. <laughs> i don't know where she lives yeah <laughs> can't, can't have that um <laughs> and so Ricky mickey Rourke, who's uh i, I uh, guess,
1: usually kidnap a girl from every place I guess. yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> but he's torn up about this the fact that the uh, the chick whose name he couldn't remember left so he's gonna paint this guitar he's gonna paint for her oh yeah
1: i know he's like really upset about that he's like he's like uh michael rooker yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's all worked out. Oh, no. The <laughs> woman I've been dating for six months has died, but uh... no, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, right. and yeah. it's okay. Mickey Rourke uh, gives him wisdom. It's like Mickey Rourke wisdom. There's a uh, part in one of the Arkham games, which are, I know, a video game series you don't play, it, but I, I like them all. Um, in Arkham Origins, when you go back to the Batcave and talk to Alfred, the first time you do so after every mission, it'll say, Alfred Wisdom, plus five, and you'll level up. Like you'll get five experience points due to the Alfred <laughs> wisdom. So that's what this was. This is Mickey Rourke wisdom plus five.
1: <laughs> Great. Um, so he got it. He got plus five. Mickey Rourke was. Yeah. I will say though. I mean, at first I was like, "Okay, Mickey, I think maybe we're taking this a little too far." Yeah. But he won me over by uh-huh. the end.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna like, leave, okay. I'm gonna leave this bit for the acting when we get to the rank.
1: Yeah. Okay. I will
2: say that this, this, okay, you know what? Let's just move on because I, okay. I, I want, I want to surprise you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, so he can, you know, this, this whole speech convinces Sly that he's got to go back, but basically Sly, he's going to say, um, so Sly's like, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go alone. You know? And of course everybody's like, well, obviously we're going to come with you. Um, I also found it interesting. So they, they cut back and they show, um, Griselda there or whatever her name is. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's about to get beat up, and Eric Roberts has this whole speech about how I don't hit women because I'm a mm-hmm. gentleman, blah blah yeah. blah. But this guy doesn't. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that they pointed to Steve Austin as like, Oh, this guy'll hit some women, because I'm pretty sure that in real life he has some domestic violence issues in his past.
2: Oh, so that would that would be that would be tasteless, is what that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and meanwhile him being okay with that line being in the movie is also funny he's like yeah i do <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, better, I, you know me. you know i i remember reading it i don't know if it was if he was the, if the, anything ever came of it I, so i, I don't want to like complete i, I don't want to like um besmirch yeah i don't yeah i don't want to besmirch his character i don't know i just mm-hmm i remember reading that about him and i just thought it was kind of funny that like he do- he doesn't mind hitting women mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. right but i think he actually did um <laughs> well they're like no we we really need he doesn't have a role in hitting women I, was, <laughs> I think we were joking and then nobody hits her and they just fucking waterboard her a ton uh-huh yeah which i, know. I was like this is really intense yeah it's kind of i do not say it's worse but it's not good well, it's torture. There, I mean, I'm just like, and do we need to see it? Like, like we got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have just done that scene where he hits women mm-hmm. and then yeah, cut away from cut away. It. like yeah. obviously shit's Something not going well here. for yeah. her, right? Um, so now we're we're gonna go back after the waterboarding and um, <laughs> we bring bring it back to to, to Sly and. Oh yeah, Sly. So Sly hasn't actually said that he's gonna go by himself yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> here comes Jet Lee. Mm-hmm. And he, he he should get a bigger cut of the money because he's smaller, so he has to work harder. Hey, it's impe- uh, impeccable logic, if you're That's asking me. It. <laughs> and like he kind of he kind of he kind of
2: sells it right like he's like I, I, have walk, I have to walk farther i have to jump higher and <laughs> and like i think it's almost working on sly a little bit too like he's not gonna give him more money but he's like all right i appreciate the effort <laughs> like yeah. that you're putting into this i i really
1: liked sly's truck too i thought it was kind of fun
2: i enjoyed that they gave it to him it's a fun i don't know if it's a character trait i was gonna call it a good character trait but i don't think that's quite it but it isn't <laughs> it isn't especially like if they're gonna have like a vehicle that's like his
1: character's vehicle it's fun and of course now Dolph is gonna go chasing him and they've got you know they've got uh some idiot riding next to him being like don't lose your nerve you know Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm like this guy's like six foot ten you know like like, what are you thinking here
0: (laughs) yeah I don't um, even know who
1: this other guy is. So. Yeah, exactly. You don't even have a name in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. you clearly aren't going to make it. Um, <laughs> I like how we're, we're blaming like the actor almost.
2: Written <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the script.
1: Come on, um, guy. you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, Sly's got bulletproof glass in that truck. Well,
2: you know, when you when that line of work, you take your vintage truck and you install bulletproof glass.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not like I wasn't saying that it doesn't make sense i Mm. just was like that's kind of i actually thought it was a nice touch Mm -hmm. you're like this character would have known to do that right um and then you know Dolph is getting pretty sick of this this guy and eventually just slams him up to the um glove compartment and then just stomps on his face Mm -hmm. and then says insect (laughs) Yeah, the insect part was little i I thought that was a badass line actually (laughs) it's like well, damn. I guess you did just kind of treat him like an insect.
2: Yeah. Um, I guess it mostly surprised me. That's, that's what they went with. <laughs> Felt out of nowhere. But I guess it worked. So who's to really complain? Um, well, he called him a cockroach before, remember? You know, I, I didn't and still don't. But I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but this, this part I actually like. When I was first watching it, I had a little bit of a problem with it. And I don't mean problem, like oh, I got up. It's just I didn't love it. And then it grew on me. And that's that like we have Jet
1: Lee in this movie, and we finally get to see him really fight hand to hand combat. And he basically right. loses. I know I was surprised by it too, but he would have won. He would have won. Um, <laughs> but I did like that Dolph goes, bring it happy feet. <laughs> that was funny
2: as well. Uh, that, that was a really line.
1: funny line.
2: <laughs> I'm glad that if this movie got anything right, it was total like one liners before yeah. you do it, before you do action um (laughs) action commencing um but no i was i was like why would you not have gently like destroy him here since that's what he does um but i thought it worked because like i thought it was an i i'm sure it wasn't saying anything like anywhere near this deep but in real life it kind of doesn't matter if you have two people who are experienced and like hand to hand or whatever the guy who's much bigger is probably gonna win it just doesn't matter you know well right the size difference the here is very large
1: is, yeah exactly
2: so assuming it's, that they're both about as good like quickness and and you know chi doesn't matter
1: i i'm with you on this actually 100 percent. i do enjoy seeing a little guy you know mm-hmm. being really quick and fast and kicking some ass i think that's a lot of fun but the reality is is that you know you're going against the guy who also has a lot of fighting experience, and yeah. he's like a foot taller than you. Mm-hmm. He he can just grab you at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. yeah, it's like fighting Zangief in Street Fighter Two. It's just
2: exactly. Um, used
0: but, to fight as uh, Zangief. Yeah,
2: um, and also you know Dolph Lundgren isn't Russian, but he is Russian. He plays a Russian in the movies sometimes.
1: Ivan Drago, but oh, uh, i to crush you.
2: No, and we also see Jet Lee Li, like using his his head a little bit because he sees the low
1: clearance and says, I'm short. I know. That
2: was funny. I like that. <laughs> At first I was like, come on. I was like, no, I actually I guess I kinda like it. That happened a couple of times, this entire fight scene. I said, come on. Actually this is okay. <laughs> so <laughs> well so, so I liked it. I like that it won me over as all well.
1: Yeah, so now you know. You know, Sly is gonna say, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on my own." And then everybody joins him, and he's like, gets the plane. He's like, "Oh God, you're all here. I didn't expect that." Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) now we get some, you know, gun porn,
2: right, Uh, with Terry Crews. I would have liked an alternate version of the movie where he gets and nobody came with him. I guess it really is just I have to go alone now. (laughs) I was was expecting you guys to come, but I guess you're not actually my friends. And they're like, "Nope, I know." Yeah. Like, but we get yeah, but we get Terry Cruz's gun. I don't I didn't understand Terry Cruz's character in this movie. Because uh, the first thing he says is they're like making I don't know, they're like saying quippy things about the dead the dead pirates. And Terry says, Can we have some respect here, please? And I was like, Oh, he's like the grounded like one. Like he's he's like a little bit of like the heart of the group, cause like he's he thinks like, yeah, they're dead pirates, whatever, but they got what's coming to them. Leave them alone now. Just let them rest in peace. But no, and then this scene, he's just crazy. The next <laughs> time we really get anything with him, he's just like drooling <laughs> over his gun and saying... 250
1: you know, like, rounds per minute. Like, yeah. Oh shit.
2: Yeah. And I, I actually kind of like how he points out the intimidation factor of it just being that loud and, and intense.
1: Yeah. I thought I actually liked that.
2: Which might come back later. I don't know. Uh,
1: maybe. But I... Then, you know, he, Sly's like explaining to Lee uh, mm-hmm. Christmas here. Barney's explaining to Lee Christmas what happened with Gunner and Jet Li. And Yeah, you,
2: you know, I don't know. They could have come up with a different first name so that we're not saying
1: Lee, and I think you mean Jet Lee <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I loved that Jet Lee goes, I would have win. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, I know you would have win. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, did you think that Gunner was dead?
2: I very much did. He comes back at the end of the movie, and I literally went, "What the? What? He's he's alive? <laughs> what yeah. they just? Wouldn't they just leave him in the basement? And like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how he survived. And they're cool with him now because, like, it's, it's like the end of a sitcom or something. He's like, "Sorry, guys. Sorry, I shot
1: you three yeah. inches above the heart. You know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh well. And they're like, "It's okay. We can't stay mad at you, Gun."
1: <laughs> i don't they think thought, they thought well, he was let's, not go, to, let's not go let's not go to said. the end yet because okay, we're, okay. we're gonna have to talk about this because okay. there's a lot of fun in that yeah um so we're gonna you know we're talking about the at this point i'm like the character names in this are just so silly mm-hmm. but i just remembered i just thought james monroe is such like an mm-hmm. odd choice to me mm-hmm. because you're referencing the monroe doctrine and i'm like who is that for that's watching this movie it wasn't wasn't for me (laughs) it was basically the audience was you i think (laughs) i was like okay good one who's Um, gonna want to watch this movie and get that you know what i mean yeah You have Lee Christmas, Hail Caesar, Barney Ross, and James Monroe. I just... And and Pain. I forgot about Pain. Yeah, don't forget um, about Pain. thank you, because that's what he inflicts. he inflicts. Yeah, and Tool, and yep.
2: Trench.
0: Tool, and church. French,
2: church, yeah. I can only right. imagine, you know, I like the idea of writing these sorts of movies. I always imagine that they say the character's name out loud to see how cool it sounds. Like, <laughs> instead of just naming him something, they go, Lee Christmas. Yes, that worked, that works. We'll call, uh, what's this something the trench? Yeah, that's cool. I always assume they do that with like secret agent movies, too. You know, like the secret agent has to have a cool name, yeah, right. When he introduces himself, whatever, like that, you can't just like name him, you know. For instance, I'm not sure what they were going for with Barney Ross, it doesn't quite work, but except. I, can, unless I think it was, like,
1: a, it was a reference to somebody. I, I saw. No, it. I it? saw it when I was researching, and I was like, "This isn't interesting enough to put in there." <laughs> this is no Monroe, Doctor, and that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't put that in there. I just thought it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, now they're now they're showing them. They're they're running around the palace, right? Yeah. And they're beating some people up here and there, but the main focus here mm-hmm. is: Do you think they're placing bombs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's, just over and over again, there's a bomb here, there's a bomb here, there's a bomb here. And then I loved um Jason Statham running down like this this courtyard and mm-hmm. just putting a bomb onto every pillar.
2: Yep. he's going a, you'd think it'd be a little overboard, but no. She's
1: like bomb bomb. bomb.
2: How many did they have? You know, just everybody had you know sixty bombs
1: and <laughs> it's just very silly. Um, you know, I guess Griselda's gonna. I don't know why I keep calling her Griselda. Um, <laughs> I don't know what her name was, but she's gonna get raped, I guess. Yeah,
2: a little bit. Potentially these two guys would come in and they just explicitly say, Don't worry, we can do anything we want to her. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, right. Good to know. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have that discussion before they entered the room. Yeah, no, it was only when they walked in so that both <laughs> she and the rest of us could, you know appreciate like just oh moment. that's what they're gonna do i thought they were just gonna sneak in and just watch her while she slipped yeah <laughs>
1: which is still pretty creepy um mm-hmm. but but then sly comes in at the nick of time and decapitates him.
2: that is this is i was gonna mention this before but i saved it for now when they shoot the guy in half at the beginning and i was like it was a little bit extreme with dismemberment i really 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 don't think you could cut someone's head off by with slashing with, with one stroke one stroke of, of a machete. knife yeah, yeah it's not even a machete it's a big knife you're absolutely right it's a it's a combat knife um yeah no you're it's not gonna work head Sorry. clean off yep That's just just a... right up it just like popped off like a dandelion the and uh that 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 was this close to just taking me completely out of it and just being like no 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 <laughs> that was idiotic fortunately it moves on quickly enough he also well, cut then... off
1: his hand i think yeah he cuts off his hand which is somehow more believable he stabs him in the throat lengthwise yeah and just like leaves it there for a while mm-hmm. which yeah. was just like okay we got it He kills him you really don't like these two and i get it yeah they suck but like
2: <laughs> who's this for
1: exactly <laughs> seriously got some serious bloodlust going on here yeah
2: okay. um, <sighs>
1: So so now they get out of they, they he's gotten her out of there and mm-hmm. uh, and then you know they meet up with some more guys and there's Payne. Good old mm-hmm. stone cold and um, they're gonna fight a little bit, right um, And we're gonna get the Stallone versus Steve Austin fight scene where Stallone mm-hmm. where he, he broke Stallone's neck. And, so when,
2: so when Stone loses, and then when they say, what happened to you? And he says, um, I got my ass kicked. He was being serious. They really,
1: <laughs> really got his ass kicked.
2: Yeah. He did not do well at the end of that one. But uh, I like that they let him lose there. Because it shows that, you know, I like that someone's not above losing on screen, if need be. <laughs> yeah. I
1: actually, I like that, too. It establishes um, that pain is like, you know, like, wow, can anyone beat him? Well, and then shortly after that, they're going to show Randy Couture do this fucking arm break that was just disgusting Mm -hmm. um because i think they're being they're like priming us for like look this guy also wrestles Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah get ready (laughs) maybe he'll break Tane's arm that might come back um i have to say i do enjoy how fast jason statham is no he's he's very convincing honestly as a, yeah uh, it really is
2: i don't know if he has fighting experience like some of these other guys or what but he, uh he's an effective action star that's for sure
1: um but and then uh we have i, I will say they found some unique ways to be very gruesome
2: yeah like Lee. <laughs> <Jet> Li, <laughs>
1: It was perhaps the, a bit
2: much for me, but that's okay.
1: It was a bit much. I think it's a bit much for anybody. But I mean, Jet Lee breaks that guy's neck, mm-hmm. like by kicking his head down. Yeah, you, like his head like flops. am yeah. like Jesus, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then <laughs> this, the, the, and then this, this all ends with hail caesar coming through with his automatic boom 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 it was and so he's, loud he's
2: not, he's not lying it was intense like, oh my god like we were we were not there you know <laughs> and it was kind of like oh goodness, bone shot bone rattling that's what i mean i love that sly says like that that's really loud <laughs> <laughs> yeah my ears hurt now permanent hearing loss yay <laughs>
1: And then uh you know Eric Roberts is beginning his falling out with the uh with the general right <laughs> he's falling like, out You're like the
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well he is frankly I know I thought it was a good line actually good bad guy line
0: mhm mhm
1: so then uh the general's going to go out and be like ah oh, the americans they're you know bad um yes. and he's saying it in spanish and then <laughs> They're like, what's he saying? And he he said, "We're dead with an accent," Terry Cruz. <laughs> Which actually, this harkens back to uh, whether or not they knew that Giselle there mm-hmm. uh, was I the general, yeah. Because like, they can't speak Spanish, right? And like, mm-hmm. they're asking, "What what's he saying?"
2: Yeah, you know what I uh, what I what my silly self was thinking there. Um, they're speaking in Spanish it's not an accent that's just how they sound <laughs> that's a good point but um maybe it's maybe it's not quite the quite the case because as we discussed in a recent episode everybody has an accent I guess that's true
1: um I didn't expect Monroe to kill the general I have to admit I, I think didn't. I did I, I don't think I thought about it much but I think I may have I didn't well, I didn't know he was going to kill him in that moment. Oh, in that moment, yeah, maybe
2: not. But you know, that character wasn't played by an actor anybody knows, so he was doomed. <laughs> I knew him. From what? Dexter. He's in Dexter?
1: Yeah, and Gotham.
2: Hold on. What is Dexter? What is Dexter? Yeah. The serial killer show from Oh, Showtime? that show. Okay. 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 <laughs> I got okay. <laughs> I got confused. Um Okay, and and Gotham apparently, where he, I guess, played. I think you said Sal Sal Maroni. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I know him from those as well.
1: He's a great actor. Well, I didn't. I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> no, he sucks. I just knew him. I didn't say he was good. <laughs> I just knew who he was. Um, the uh, <laughs> so so then you know they're like okay, blow it up, and the explosions in this movie are just. Mm-hmm crazy hmm it reminds me of uh, the old episodes of
2: uh, um Mythbusters where they would be like oh let's see if this explodes like it does in the movies oh it doesn't it takes way more explosives than that all right so let's add way more explosives and then they'd be like oh it exploded pretty big but that's not being more explosives that's how this movie worked it was <laughs> remember when you said when you wondered how many just how many of these bombs they placed in this palace
1: it was that many enough to make a nuclear arsenal out of it basically pretty much
2: how many megatons was this i don't know but it was number. <laughs>
1: exactly i the the handgun shooting by you know barney ross by sly you know, mm. it's pretty badass yeah, he's, he's, he's got this like quick draw thing going
2: it's a quick draw thing he's uh he, i he's think accurate he's i think he's shooting a revolver because he has to he has to cock it every time like in the olden days <laughs> And it, that feels like it wouldn't be a good idea in real life, but it looks awful cool. So,
1: well, he's a, he's also got the one that's semi-automatic, right? Where he's like he's like keeps refilling the clip like really fast. Remember? Mm-hmm. No, uh, but I believe it. <laughs> okay, what is the death toll in this movie? By the way, uh,
2: it's it's m- one, one. It's yeah. a lot. I don't know. It's it's a- <laughs> I was th- I was thinking they're killing all these people and like what's the population of this island though? It wasn't a very big island. And, and like I said, I th- I don't I think it was uh, when Steven Seagal was beating up the henchmen and fire down below. I was thinking these are like regular people, like they probably
1: have families. So I don't know, <laughs> you know, not not these soldiers. They don't have families. And fuck um, them. <laughs> are you you guys single or okay? You are okay. Good. <laughs> Want to make. Sure. Um, So now we're going to get Randy Couture and the Steve Austin fight, Mm. which is, eh. That was okay. It was all right. I kind of like it. I I don't enjoy the Superman punch.
2: Yeah. um, There were also several, I swear to God, there were several body slams of various types in this. I think he (laughs) suplexed him at one point. So that was fun.
1: Um. (laughs) I like that kind of stuff, though, because it's fun to see that sneak in. It is and it's not the first movie that we've seen some random wrestling moves in. <laughs> I can't
2: even remember the other ones, but every so often it's just like, okay, that was just a that was just a pile driver, like really <laughs> why did he powerbomb him here? That's strange. But uh there's no, and and I swear to god in one they they he had him in the cobra clutch. It was I don't remember.
1: Yeah, that's right. I called um, it the million dollar dream though. You, you did call for some the reason For some reason I know it's the cobra clutch.
2: But yeah, uh, yeah, several, and I liked this because if one, one, if one person on the in the cast could actually beat up Steve Austin, I feel like Randy Couture probably could. Right, like if they were actually gonna fight.
1: Right, I agree with that. Um, but I guess he was gonna just burn to death. Oh yeah, plan That's, for this in a yeah, super this mo- fake fire.
2: This movie is very yeah the 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 effects there whatever they did they weren't great they were they were okay but not i feel like i feel like maybe you don't go with the shot if they don't end up quite up to snuff but it was it wasn't so bad
1: yeah i you know i don't know i get that you like wanted to show his face but i i feel like you know most movies when they have somebody gonna catch on fire they have a stunt person in like a fire suit be on fire Mm -hmm. for a little bit yeah I think that would have been the better option, personally. Or uh, this, movie just could not be, face.
2: this movie could be less callous about people being set on fire. That might be a start. <laughs> a yeah, lot. maybe. It's a little, yeah. A, little, a little silly,
1: probably, but oh well. I mean, I, you know, so then the helicopter blows up, right? Mm. And um, I'm thinking James Monroe's got to be feeling a little worried now, you know? You'd, you'd think so. He's also really old. Right. I mean, he was president from what, 1817 to 1825. So yeah, around for a while. That was a good one. Let's cut that out. (laughs) Um, But. uh, (laughs) So. So we're having the we're basically now we're going to have the final showdown. Right. Mm. Um, And so we'll, we'll talk about it in more depth as we go on. But Jesus, that's a big knife. Yeah. <laughs> Just like all of a sudden this knife comes all the way through him. I was like, wow. Okay then. <laughs> Where was he hiding that? That we didn't know he had it. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, you know, Sly and um I don't know, Esmeralda. They uh <laughs> I don't know if so... that's her name or not. It doesn't matter though. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get close and I'm like, come on, Sly, hit it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's like you're one of his one of his
1: boys, you know, all right, did you hit that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So now, you know, we're coming to the end and I'm like, are they still gonna get the five mil? Like what ended up happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know they if they did the job. Took, yeah, I don't know if they took the job though. They did it,
2: but I don't know if they took it. <laughs> Um, i was like no you never didn't agree to our
1: terms you just went and did it for free so thank (laughs) you i guess um and then you know (laughs) they're all just like hanging out i guess at tools place Mm -hmm. and you know they're (laughs) hanging out at the
2: tools place
1: (laughs) (laughs) and they're throwing knives and stuff Mm -hmm, as one does we get. Gently and Dolph, like, gently, I forgive you. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, and I love that Dolph's response is, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: you did kind of betray everybody, but all right. I like, I like, oh, you tried to kill us. That's,
1: I forgive you, yeah, big (laughs) galoot. I just, I love that his reaction is just this laughing, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Well, again, I don't really know what's going on with, uh, with with Dolph Lundgren's accent in this movie. It's very strange, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> um, and then immediately afterwards, I would have win, which, <laughs> it's goofy, but I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed their little rivalry there. It was kinda out of nowhere, but that's all right. Appreciate it nonetheless. And then uh, then we get the ending. And it was kind of yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. With like Lee Christmas throwing the knife yeah it was kind of an
2: odd an odd moment to end you know so i was like wait is he the
1: hero (laughs)
2: maybe that was maybe that was to prime him
1: up for his spinoff yeah exactly the christmas story um (laughs) a christmas carol (laughs) oh that was oh man that's what they should have named that character
2: carol christmas
1: yeah she <laughs> marries them and she becomes carol christmas come on that's no. amazing let's that's move amazing. on no i'm done mrs carol christmas okay yeah so that's it that's the whole movie now we go to the rank
0: oh wait
1: So the rank is where we rank the movie based on 10 categories, story, acting, originality, action sequences, chase slash fight scenes, film coherence, hero, appeal, villain, appeal, slash hatred, supporting characters, appeal. And the final showdown, we rank it on a scale of one to five, one being the worst five being the best and I'll start. And it starts with story and I gave story a three. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know what to say about the story. It's kind of blah, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's enough to keep me interested, but not enough to wow me. Um, I actually think that if they just took the job instead of weirdly making it about saving one girl, mm-hmm. it would have been a more interesting story to me.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: Um, like, really, they're they're going to they're go against an entire army for this one girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I get that they've established that she's super hot, but... Uh, <laughs> But, but did you see how hot she is though? Is yeah. my question. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, yeah, that's it. What what do you got for
2: Story? I uh I gave Story three, which is my kind of I don't know my go-to. I don't know. It was fine score. Um kind of the same. You know what? Actually, no, I think I wanna I was I was worried that if I gave it lower than that, you were gonna <laughs> like um Come on, it was better than that. But no, I think I'm I'm gonna give it like a two and a half because the story <laughs> now that I you know, got i by know. 3
1: you're like okay yeah, I can go yeah. down from here
2: <laughs> yeah pretty much because i was i started to say it
1: out loud and i was like how can i justify three it doesn't make any sense now that i'm thinking you know what it. i'll I'll go down to two now what are you gonna
2: do <laughs> i'm gonna go down to negative i billion <laughs> i really up the i really up the ante there i don't know if you can tell <laughs> but uh no uh it was the story wasn't very good and <laughs> it was, it was yeah, like at the same, like I get that it doesn't really matter either. It's like this, this movie is obviously not going to have the world's greatest story, but you could have done a little bit better. Like I kind of wish that they had gone with a second draft or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> it just whatever. It, it's not the end of the world, but yeah, it's I, really not that. Yeah. Yeah, so let's. Yeah, I'm not All that. Right. I'm not even, I'm it's not gonna good enough, right? Yeah, to... it's basically good enough. I, it doesn't, a lot of points didn't make any sense, but that's
1: okay. All right, so let's go on to acting. What do you have for that?
2: Well, oh, okay, I'll, I'll wait till strip. I was gonna say something, but I'll wait till script structure and dialogue for that. Um, we don't
1: have script structure and dialogue in this. Oh, we don't. <laughs> I got confused between our series. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> this definitely was not a best picture nominee (laughs) film (laughs) coherence that's what i'll wait for okay
2: (laughs) there we go so we're at acting right acting is going to surprise you because i gave acting a 3.75 um actually you you know what the fact that you're not surprised says you probably gave it higher (laughs) i thought i thought the acting was actually pretty okay for what it was um and sometimes it was quite good um and by quite good i mean you know quite good for what it was um I didn't say before that I really, really liked that Mickey Rourke scene where he's recounting the, 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 the we didn't say it, but he... Uh, yeah, it was like sees, a
1: serious acting scene.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, he's 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 saying like, oh, yeah, well, I regret this one thing that happened. You know, it was after he killed all these people. It was a big mission. And he, you know, he says he sees this woman who, as soon as he sees her standing at the side of the bridge, he knows that she's going to commit suicide, but he just turns around and walks away and doesn't stop her. And he says that he always Here's wishes he could yeah, he yeah. just hears the splash, and it was like a little harrowing for me. I was like, "Wow, that was. was fucking that was fucking really good in a way, <laughs> in a way, you know." In a it different was, movie, I, I would have been. In like, a
1: different movie, that's a good that's a good like story for a character that you're trying to build, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it came from this character Tool, who barely matters and didn't have anything else to do, and it was like that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. I kind of want to, kind of want to see more like quiet moments with Tool and Barney. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Outside out of context, that doesn't make any sense that <laughs> but uh no I really liked it and uh everybody else was like even like the general or whoever everybody was okay. I don't think anybody was bad exactly except for Randy Couture maybe. But I think I feel like that was just he's not don't have a not an of actor. acting, yeah. Yeah. And Steve Austin, when he had lines, he wasn't all that great. But <laughs> When he had to talk... He was better do, than Couture, though. Or do anything human. But he was a little bit better, probably. And he was extremely effective in the intimidation department. Yeah. So what did you give it, though? I'm talking too much.
1: No, you, I, I gave it a three and a half. Actually. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. So we're pretty in line?
1: Yeah, I think everyone was what they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Rourke was probably the best of the, of, of all of, those, of them. Of the, yeah. Which we've, you know, kind of both just said. But yeah. Um but we didn't have a bunch of acting heavyweights in this. No. Right? So,
2: <laughs> um, I, I, I thought mean, Eric Mickey
1: Roberts... War- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Eric Roberts was exactly who he was supposed to be. So, like, I feel like he. this is a sort of, like, hey, Eric, do you think you can play, like, this the this slimy, you know, executive kind of guy who comes in and screws everybody over? He's like, I can do that in my fucking sleep. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go in and knock that out in a day. <laughs> um. You know, and Sly is a better actor than he's given credit for. Really, he, he is, and he was actually quite, quite adequate opposite Mickey Rourke in that scene because he let him quietly do the bulk of the heavy, <laughs> the heavy lifting. Well, that's uh, dramatically.
1: That's and actually like, a good point. That's one that I was going to say is that it's he's he's good in this, right? Mm-hmm. But he, you can tell he is giving space for everyone else. Absolutely, and it actually is really good and works really well. Yeah, he could he could like. Sh- you know, try to outdo everybody, but like, he's he's trying to give everybody else their moment in the film, uh-huh. which is which is kind of cool. Yeah, you know? and
2: and quite it it works really well for me, actually. So I like. It's him funny a lot we're more.
1: we're both being very effusive for this considering the scores we gave, but I I still agree with the scores. I I do too because, mm, but <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, <laughs> right, but, exactly. <laughs> so. But no, I wanted to also mention that I thought that Bruce Willis was surprisingly good in his limited role. I thought he was kind of
1: menacing, but, you know, you mentioned you thought he was little. I think uh, sounded more like a dick. Than, yeah. He, he, he reminded me of Eric Roberts' character, which mm-hmm. is probably supposed to since they're both CIA.
2: Yeah. Um, that would have been neat if that
1: had become more of
2: a, like, maybe it was Bruce Willis' character who, like, caused Derek Roberts's character to go rogue or something like that, but this right, is, this isn't that kind of movie. <laughs> that's not that kind of movie. Um, <laughs> he, 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 Bruce Willis's character disappears and doesn't come back that's the end of that. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce was available for a day,
1: you know. Right, exactly.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Bruce and Arnold were available together at the same time for a day, so that was that.
1: They're like, yeah, let's make this happen. Yep, let's um, get it over with. But then the next category is originality. Mm -hmm. Um, And I gave that a three. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not really that original, right? Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, I should say I should
1: say not. (laughs) But I will give it some points for its originality and kills. Yeah, Yeah. because they came up with a lot of ways to do that. Yeah, they found some unique ways to kill people unique and very gross. Uh huh. I actually like I, I don't do well with gross things and
2: action movies usually I don't need to turn away all that much, but in this one I ended up going a couple of <laughs> times. <to laughs> well, what did you give originality? Originality I gave it two because <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Whatever. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's there's a fucking I- island nation news fake. Whatever, I don't care. Let's just move on. <laughs> all right. Well, action sequences then. What do you what do you have for that? Action sequences I gave a three point two five, which seems low, but I mean I was a little underwhelmed, surprisingly, for for it being this kind of movie for the action sequences. Um, I didn't love the way that that Sly directed it. Um, he did a lot of like shaky cam, quick cut, kind of kind of directing. And yeah, I, think,
1: I was surprised by that actually. I was too. I would think
2: that I don't know. It's I hate that kind of that kind of action movie directing and. I don't, I don't really associate it with Sylvester Sloan throughout his career, so it's a little surprising to me, and I just, it really didn't work sometimes. I ended up, like, just, I felt like I was checking out mentally in some of the action scenes sometimes, because it's just like, oh, I can't even see, so I don't care. I already beat him up. I'm done. Um, so, yeah, uh, a little underwhelmed on, on that one.
1: Well, so I, I'm... I liked the action sequences. I gave it a 4.25, but mm-hmm. I, I had the same feelings as you. I was like, why are we doing so much shaky cam stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this movie is basically one long action sequence.
2: That's true. That's true.
1: You know, I, I mean, they're telling a story through an action sequence and it's, you know, it's not a great story, but it's still, <laughs> you know, kind of impressive that, that there is a story existing in this action sequence at all. Well, um, here's what I'll
2: say. Um, you would think that if this movie didn't really quite nail if it didn't really nail the action sequences, you think it would be completely
1: worthless and yet it wasn't for me. I didn't love the action sequences, but I still liked the movie. So yeah, that's an interesting that's an interesting point. but um, you know, I liked them. I I think you know, um, I you know I actually when I first was writing this down, I gave it a five. But then I was thinking like ah there's some things that I I didn't like. So um I I bumped it down. And then when when I heard you say that I felt more secure in my uh in my choice. (laughs) Yeah. But um but yeah, anyway, the next category is chase slash fight scenes. And I actually I gave that one a higher score, even though um again we had the shaky cam stuff, but I still Mm -hmm. think the fights were pretty awesome like when it came to the fights there wasn't as much shaky cam strangely um anyway I gave it a 4.75 um and I and if there wasn't as much shaky cam as there was then I probably would have given it a five Mm -hmm. I mean if there's one thing you can count on in a sly action movie is great action fight sequences Mm -hmm. right um the fight between Austin and Stallone was I thought was great um, even when that fight turned into one with couture and austin it was still pretty great mm-hmm. even though it ended kind of silly um and jet lee is fantastic as always as is jason statham uh you know i thought everybody the fight every fight scene i was like okay i'm into this so anyway what do you
2: have i gave it a, i gave it a, a three because i wasn't quite so into a lot of the fight scenes for kind of the same reason maybe but um the fight scenes were okay. Um, it, it, it I feel like it might've been difficult to navigate between a lot of gun fighting, a lot of gun shooting, a lot of gun shooting, a lot of shooting, <laughs> a lot of gun shooting, um, as opposed to shooting your mouth. But, uh, no, uh, and the fight scenes. Cause like either they're going to blow things up and shoot guys or they're going to go in close and fight. Um, but they did a pretty good job balancing that. Um, Steve Austin was in fact a very convincing fighter. Yeah. Um shocking. Yeah, shocking cuz he 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 fake fights for a living. And right. by fake I just mean convincingly seemed to be fighting.
1: Yeah, before we get some more. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um but yeah, it was fine. All right, well the next category is film coherence. What do you have for that? Well film coherence is where I was What was I saying before? You were you're going to about script structure and dialogue
2: yeah but what was that regarding now I can't remember well we
1: were on story
2: we were on story or
1: acting maybe I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I don't know what you were gonna say neither do I (laughs) so let's consider that unsaid
2: first for for film coherence I gave it a 2.75 um there were a couple of things I really liked, but a couple of things I was, like, really weirded out by. Primarily, I'm going to mention, I thought it was very strange how they decided to split up the team in the middle um, and have them and Sly go back to go to the island for the first time. So we're introduced to this entire thing with just the two of them and nobody else. And, like, was everybody else not available? Like, what, what like, we I don't understand why the whole team couldn't go for the... I don't know. It was very strange. Like, why do we get just the two of them for, like, a big portion of the movie? And not the... Isn't this supposed to be, like, a team building? Like, aren't they for... I don't know. Uh, it, I, felt, I felt like it kind of ground all of the action to a halt. We were just getting to know everybody and just getting to appreciate everybody and then just, no, just these two. Um, didn't like that. I did like, at the end, how Sly and Grismerelda don't get together, like, outright because he says there's a bunch of money in your account so you can rebuild the island and she's like oh thank you for my people whatever i don't care and i like that i was like oh good he's not like making her come with him now um and it kind of shows that he did that like because he cares not just because he wanted to bang her like that (laughs) and i really liked i really liked the end scene actually where they're all hanging out um it was kind of dumb in like several ways, but it was also fun. I liked because this is what I what bothered me before when we didn't get the rest of the team going to the island. Like, I want to see them interact with each other. I don't want to see them split up. Um, so I enjoyed them interacting. It was fun. I liked. This is going to surprise you. It reminds me of on the last episode of Sex in the City. Stick stick with me. Um, yeah. My uh, <laughs> my my godmother watched Sex in the City like religiously. Um, which meant I did too, because I was just like in the living room. I was like, all right. Um, I think I did that guy thing where I was like, oh, stupid sex in the city again, huh? And then I watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You and your sex in the city gotta watch every week, huh? And I'm watching it like, intently. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: dumb show. What's happening next? Oh my God, they broke up. But uh, I hope she gets together with Big. But at the last episode of that season, oh man, um, we see who all the women end up with, or nobody in Samantha's case. Um, and. We get the last scene is all four of the women walking together, like if they're going to meet up for lunch or whatever. And she said in that moment, she was like, oh, that's a perfect final scene because the show's about the, 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 the women. You know, it's not about the men they date. It's not about their it's, it's sex in the city, but it's, it's the four of them. It's their friendship is the core of the, of the show. And I was like, that's true. And um, <laughs> that's how I feel about this. This is about the camaraderie, the brotherhood between them. They the, they kill people together and they and they play darts with knives together. That's how it goes.
1: <laughs> so I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're <laughs> saying there.
2: What's <laughs> uh, what'd you give a film coherence?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave it a three point seven five. I didn't have as much of an issue with the uh, Stallone Statham suddenly being. I, I don't. I did that. Just doesn't bother me at all. I don't know. I, I don't know why it doesn't bother me but i'm just like i just accepted that they were going to scout I'm like okay, okay they're scouting yes. for the rest of the team sure um there were I, some issues with coherence for me though
0: uh
1: like why did we have the scenes with statham and his girlfriend yeah the whole payoff for that was that we get to see him beat up the other guy and his goons mm-hmm. um i enjoy watching statham's fight scenes but it was pointless so Very i true. <laughs> just don't really I, I guess I would have understood it like this is why I said this earlier. That like, oh, he's off now because of his personal life, and maybe there's a danger of him becoming a liability or whatever. Yeah. Um not so much. And he has to overcome it. But no, it was just <laughs> it was just a weird thing. And that's I mean, I guess that's the only glaring thing for me, but it's well, uh it's kind of a lot of screen time for a an yeah. storyline. And like it actually would have worked better
2: for me if we got more of everyone else's personal lives because it's like we would have gotten a quick look into what everyone's doing and like the, the foibles of what's going on. But no, we just get the only person we know anything about his personal life is him. And, right. And he just, this chick rightfully didn't want to date him when he wouldn't tell her what he did for a living and everything. Right. Like I'm, I'm very much on her side on this one, by the way.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you could tell. No, I can tell. I can. Um, yes, yeah, so I um, like whatever. But the next category is hero appeal. And I actually had a hard time with this one. I don't know about mm-hmm. you. Cause the question here is right. Is it a collective
0: mm-hmm.
1: or is it the lead or is it both Statham and Sly? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, I went with Sly being the lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Barney Ross is the, uh, is the hero. Every right? time I think you're going to say Barney Rowell.
2: Every <laughs> single time you'd think I'd be used to it by now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, Barney Ross, you know, he was the uh, that time too. He was the character that um, that I felt, you know, he was going to go on his own, right? Barney yeah. Ross was like, "I'm going to go do this," because Barney Ross is a hero. <laughs> each each of those times, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, okay, but I, <laughs> I don't know, I I liked Barney Ross, right? Not just saying the character's name has me laughing. That's enough of that. <laughs> I thought it was a cool character that Barney <laughs> Ross, but um, that I, Barney <laughs> Ross.
0: <laughs>
1: but you know, I wouldn't say that I was actively rooting for Barney Ross. Right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's never gonna get old. It's the nice thing about that. Uh, I was I was more along for the ride. I, mm-hmm. I liked Barney Ross more mm-hmm. than I liked the villain though mm-hmm. um and i i did enjoy the the character aspect that he was super fast and accurate with a handgun and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but yeah i don't know did i say i gave it a three and a half is what and I
2: did. you didn't say you did you pulled you pulled a kind of a meme maneuver where <laughs> you went really deep into it and didn't tell anybody what you thought what you actually gave it i mean um i actually went the opposite direction from you I had the exact same question of who is the lead in this? is there the, a lead? Uh, I went with the collective. I went with the collective um, in the same vein, the same spirit as my Sex in the City ending. Um, it's about all of them. Um, they're all a team. It's the Expendables, not the Expendables. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get why you would do that. I thought you might, actually. Yeah, but um, I actually gave... Sorry. Um, all of them together, I gave a four and a half. Because I thought everybody, including Randy Couture, who's not setting the world on fire with his... He's only setting Steve Austin on fire, is all. Um, <laughs> he, but, he's set, but I thought he was basically effective. I mean, these movies have like kind of lame actors sometimes. And if you're going to have a lame actor, it's kind of cool that you have a really badass lame actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was fine. And uh, everybody was... Quite likable. I wanted to see more of them as a team. Maybe I get. I'll get to see. See, that's
1: and that's why the film coherence thing, mm-hmm. so messed up because you wanted to see more of the team. Which more team? You're right. I think if only you know, there was an Expendables two. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to find out if there is one. Do you think Barney Ross is in that one? Or? <laughs> no, he. They cut him out.
2: <laughs> they cut him out of his own movie. <laughs> so I was like, I put this together. <laughs>
1: perhaps a little overboard with my sly voice, but that's okay. Uh, Well, maybe you should round it out with a little Statham because I don't know if Christmas is in it with Barney Ross. Lee Christmas story. I'm telling you. It's got everything. It's got Lee
2: Christmas. It's got Carol Christmas. That's it. You brought Carol back. I love it. Happy Christmas starring Lee Christmas starring Jason Statham. And don't forget Barney Ross and Barney um I don't know if he says Ross quite like that, but that's how I went. Uh Where were we though? Completely well, lost track. Where we were.
1: Are you done with your your hero appeal? I'm done. Okay. Well, the next one is villain appeal slash hatred. So what do you have for that one? I gave that one a four because he was
2: he was quite. Uh, I'm considering uh, Eric Roberts to the to be the villain. I yeah. If if we're going on that General guy, he was like pointless and pointless like. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> it was kind of annoying how like nothing he was, um, but uh, yeah, Eric Roberts was exactly perfect. I wouldn't change it. Wouldn't change a thing with his performance. If he had given a better performance, and I was, so much thought I would be like, no, tone it down. You're doing too good. <laughs> this needs to be kind of just the slightest bit cheesy, otherwise it doesn't work. Like, cause I don't want like a real like shitty person here. I want like a fake shitty person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I, I this is funny to me because you know the last sly movie we did was cliffhanger
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: and the villain there oh my god don't, <laughs> don't throw that back in my face i knew you were gonna bring that up <laughs> <laughs> you gave him a one right yeah i gave him a one and i would have gone zero if you let me and i think i gave him a four because it worked for me for whatever reason <laughs> okay so don't tell me our grubs didn't work for you He did not. Oh my god, it's so weird.
2: Yeah, I gave him a two and a half. (laughs) Okay. You still like him better than I liked Lithgow?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone likes everyone better than you like Lithgow, but yeah. No. Um, Okay.
1: I know, you know, they made him reprehensible and everything. Um I just I didn't really care that much about him. I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, this guy again. Got (laughs) it. It, I, he felt kind of overacting blah to me to be honest. So yeah, I I get it. I, I think it was just one of those things. It it, it hit the it right spot for for me it worked for you, yeah. yeah
2: well, and I was I was okay with it.
1: I actually it makes me happy that that it worked for you, to be honest. Yeah. So
2: too bad he's not coming back in the second one. Or is he? Oh I think he's pretty
1: dead after that knife went through his spine. <laughs> Wrong, um, like... <laughs> but uh well, the next category is supporting characters appeal, and I gave that a 3.75. Okay. So that's it. Okay. No. Um, so Jet Lee, Dolph Lundgren, Terry Cruz, and Jason Statham had enough appeal for me that it brings the score up, right? Uh-huh. The general, the general's daughter, Randy Ooh. Couture, and Statham's girlfriend did nothing for me. Yeah. Um, and to a lesser extent, Mickey Rourke and Steve Austin also didn't do much. Mickey Rourke had that one great scene, but mm. the rest of it was very just like, Well, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool tool. Um, <laughs> he did but, have like a little bit of like, Oh,
2: look how cool he is. Like, I know. like, like you're not in a Motley Crue video,
1: your arc. It's not that neat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it was honestly fun to see Steve Austin in a movie and playing a bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I just couldn't, I can't bring myself to go above a 3.75 because of Ooh. all the characters that I felt were so blah, especially yeah. ones that were pivotal to the plot, but it was but it also doesn't feel right to to Jet, Dolph, Terry, and Jason to go lower than that because I really enjoyed them. So
2: <laughs> I like J- jet talk, like you like they're your friends. Yeah. You know, Jet said this, Dolph said that. You know how Dolph is. Yeah, that old Adolf. Yeah. Um, oh, just, <laughs> you made it weird. All right. He'd be, he'd be like a perfect Aryan, like Superman.
1: I know. I know. Superman Loved him.
2: Yeah. Um, well you wouldn't
1: like that he was Swedish. But um yeah, what do you have for supporting characters, Bill?
2: Well, keeping in mind that I did not consider that I considered all of them as the hero. So right. None of none of the expendables count for me as supporting characters. So I gave it a two point seven five because like the That's general fair. Yeah, the general's daughter, the general the general's daughter was fine. The general's the general was like a little blah, but not I don't really care. He's not that big a deal. And the girlfriend was like Whatever. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't very good, but like she also wasn't in it all that much. She could have been in it less, and it would have been fine. Um, yeah, I, like I wasn't upset about anybody though. So. Oh well. Yeah. Uh,
1: like actually, he, I think that. Oh, sorry. Go
2: ahead. I was going to say I, Steve Austin is probably you could consider a, a supporting character since he's not the main villain or right. he's not an expendable. Um, and he was he was effective in being scowly. <laughs> I, I I hope never to have, to be on the wrong side of him because he doesn't actually look quite mean when yeah. he wants to.
1: Um, yeah, actually, I think that kind of works because my supporting character appeal kind of brings up the Euro yeah. appeal a little bit, and your supporting character appeal brings down the Euro appeal a little bit. So yeah, I think it I think it works out. Um, but yeah, so let's go on to the final showdown. So what do you have for that? Um, the final showdown I gave a four. I
2: was very back and forth on it because in some ways it worked pretty well. In some ways it went on too long. In some ways it was very cool. In some ways it was too explodey and too crazy actiony. Um, but I thought it actually balanced a lot of like the really extreme action with just some good good old fashioned fight scenes. And um, it did go on a little long, but um, like I feel like they could have dispensed with Eric Roberts' character sooner. I don't feel like he needed his, his own whole thing where he has like his little he gives like almost a little speech like whatever
1: yeah his yeah that was not necessary this this is my motivation speech yeah yeah it's like all right dude
2: oh they laid a dollar short here guy can we can we be done with that but uh no it wasn't that bad so far uh i might have given it lower because like i felt like there was more negatives than positives but it it wanted to be kick-ass and it pretty much was so
1: well, so it sounds to me like you considered the whole like end with them blowing up the palace yeah. and going. Oh, back yeah. back all the final showdown for you. So I actually took the final showdown is just that last bit. Okay. Between Barney Ross and. Uh, Not that time. Me. Would you believe? <laughs> really? You've conditioned it out of me. Oh, good. <laughs> thank God. So, yeah. Thank goodness. Cause you know, I'm gonna be saying Barney Ross a lot. Um, oh, well, <laughs> next base. We got we got three more movies of Barney Ross to uh, to do. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, so I gave it a three point three five. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed the way they killed James Monroe. Mm-hmm. Um I liked that they showed off Barney's speed with the gun and the ridiculous knife that the Dolph gave to Jason. Mm-hmm. Um but the final showdown is hindered by my absolute ambivalence to the villain. <laughs> yeah. No, I so, get that.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Honestly, they had shown Steve Austin to at least be a badass. So mm-hmm. that was a more interesting villain. This guy was just like eh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I I enjoyed the final showdown, but I think it could have been better with a better villain. Probably so. Um, but that's it. That's the rank. Shall we I mean, see where it ends inter- up?
2: I'm interested to see where it ends up. It's obviously not number one, but let's see where in the middle it falls. Just well, it's it beat Cliffhanger. Oh well, so did everything except for two. So So this is
1: and boy, those two were bad. This is this is sort of unbelievable. Uh huh. It beat Mission Impossible two. Uh-huh. It beat Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It beat Bloodsport and Robot Jocks. You know what mm-hmm. it didn't beat? What? Fire Down Below. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I call sort
2: of can that.
1: I would call this a better movie than Fire Down Below, but I don't know. It's just one of those things, I guess. Well, we both kind of liked Fire Down
2: Below. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually, a lot of the, what surprised me about liking Fire Down Below, I also liked in this, which is that some of the, some of the writing of the characters was actually effective for me. Um, I guess maybe that one was a little bit, it's funny that I'm judging that given that this is specifically action movies, but whatever.
1: Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it's, I, I, I was surprised by that. I was not expecting it to, to be below Fire down below. Mm-hmm. But I did notice as I was doing the rankings, I'm like, I'm surprised that I'm giving kind of some low scores here. Yeah. Anyway, it ended up with a 67.85, which puts it above Mission Impossible 2 at a 64.3. Um, but below fire down below, which had a sixty eight point six five.
2: I would so, have I would have guessed that below. this would be higher. Yeah. This is a little low, but
1: that's okay. So that means that in our rankings here, Seagal has one movie on here, Stallone has two, Mm -hmm. and Stallone has not beaten Seagal's one movie. We should tell him that in real life. I feel like it would infuriate him. Yeah.
2: It might push him to make a better movie. It (laughs) infuriates (laughs) me. Well, eventually we might get there. I don't know. (laughs) Because I feel like it only goes – I'm not sure it goes very uphill for Steven Seagal after this point. You know what I mean? So – (laughs) yeah that's
1: well i mean we got under siege left to do
2: yeah (laughs) sure (laughs) we got under siege left to do you're right about that
1: i spoke the truth (laughs) all right well i mean that's it that's the rank uh i'm curious what other people (laughs) would say to this uh to how this ranking turned out i have to say i think it's a little lower than i thought it would be but not that much lower you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to see an updated list of our rankings, you can see that on our website at therankwithjohnandzack.com Become a patron on Patreon at the, at you know, patreon.com slash therankpodcast and listen to these episodes before anybody else. Or you could have a moment on the podcast with us if you'd like or get a shout out. Um, again, just, you know, any kind of engagement you want to do with us, please do. Email us at the rank with John and Zach at protonmail.com or tweet us at the rank podcast or I guess Xus thread. You can use threads for the same thing or Instagram or you comment our YouTube videos or we're on TikTok as well. Um, we'll be we'll be happy to respond. But either way. Check us out next week when we're ranking Finding Neverland for the Best Picture series. The <laughs> thousand—it feels weird to say that <laughs> for during the Expendables. Um, <laughs> it's the two thousand four Best Picture nominee, starring Johnny Depp and Kate Winslet, and directed by Mark Forster. Now, if the action movie series is more your speed, then join us in two weeks. One will be ranking The Incredible Hulk, the two thousand eight second mcu movie starring edward norton as hulk not mark ruffalo Mm -hmm. and as it'll be our second mcu movie we'll finally be able to see if iron man will hold up as the best mcu movie so far
2: Mm. because it's
1: the only other one we've done
2: (laughs) (laughs) a lot of a lot of a lot of tension for
1: me if see if the incredible hulk is gonna beat iron man yeah i'm feeling tense about it too you never know i mean william hurt will probably be the reason if if, mm-hmm. or well, live they, tyler well that william hurt they actually kept around for the other movies <laughs> I, I know but not ed yep or, <laughs> or live or live but well, they kept know. uh they kept tim roth they, oh, uh you're right they did i forgot they brought him back and and oh what's the other guy the guy that oh, was that helping? other guy uh, tim blake nelson yes thank you mm-hmm. um but anyway yeah thanks again for listening <laughs> Oh, uh, goodbye. And Totaske.